Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No 
purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Marvel Alliance podcast, where we cover anything and everything to do with the Marvel Universe. From the comics, TV, and movies, we will go from the Mojoverse to Earth-616 to the Quantum Realm in order to bring the Marvel Universe right to you. I'm the man without fear, Chris. I'm your friendly neighborhood, Brent. I'm the podcaster, Mischief Chess Snow. Alliance Assemble. Symbol. Volume 148. We just got the number right this time, <laughs> <laughs> Whose screw was that last week? Mine or yours? That was yours. Know. That was oh. yours, and I didn't catch it. Hey, we uh, don't yeah. we don't talk about last week. Let's move on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah, happened. I, I put the wrong episode. You guys broke the damn stream, you know. So. <laughs> 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 Who, who's really the bad do-gooder? No, that's always my fault. I, yeah. I, I sometimes forget, you know. But hey, one fifty is close away, you know. Mm-hmm. Yep. But uh, as as you all hear, Mister Mister Snell is joining us mm-hmm. as a last minute uh, last minute thought. He got off work and said, "Let Let's join some Marvel Alliance." Yeah, as always. Like obviously, you probably people that are long time listeners probably realize, like, hey, I. I did every month and then there was like a stretch of two months where i wasn't on that's because it's just my new job now there's times where i just have to stay later if you listen to you first i got like a, a little promotion at my day job so that's what it's a good thing but it's also cuts into a lot of uh eastern time it's always these eastern podcasts and stuff like this and the crossover and stuff same thing like this week's crossover which i know you'll promote that i, I won't be on either so i'm hoping to get on the next one but uh so that's why the goal is always monthly but it might always not be monthly, but that's why if I got off early right away, I messaged these guys impromptu, like, hey, I'm off. <laughs> Can I crash and stuff like that? And they said no, but then I had the lawyers contact them, and then they said yes. So well, always uh, always happy when you get off. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. How's your week been, Brent? Uh, it's, it's been good. I, I can't complain too much. So other than the kids had a snow day yesterday because there was, Ooh. you know, about three snowflakes on the ground. Oh. And for some reason, <laughs> they felt like they needed to just close school down because of that. Are you sure you don't live where I live? Because that's what typical happens when I, where I live. I, I might accept it where you live. Not not here. It, no, it really it was a joke. I don't know why they did it. But no, it, it's been it's been a good week. Good, yeah. No, I have a little bit of I was telling Travis off air. I'll, I'll fill in later, but it was a, it was a. <laughs> I told Travis I should be nominated for sainthood with the miracles I pulled off this week. So, oh. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, the last week ended. I did get to uh, meet Brad Meltzer, so that was a, a lot of fun and uh, very much a bucket list item. So glad tomorrow's Friday. So it's mm-hmm. been, so looking for that. But yeah, we've got a we've got an interesting factor. We got an interesting kind of. Uh, uh, main show looking at our re-looking at um, how correct or how wrecked our 2022 <laughs> factor fictions uh, were <laughs> for last year since uh, Travis is joining us. On I take issue with of... the language. They, they oh. weren't, I mean, there are effectively factor fictions, but we never classified them as that. We called them 2022 predictions. Okay. I just, because it's going to confuse us when I'm looking at my long list of factor fictions that I've done. None of these are in that list. Okay. All right. Well, Brent. Brent's always good on the technicalities. He, he will. He will get us on that. <laughs> so, anyways, let us get all the network paperwork out of the way. We are part of the Geek Ultimate Alliance network with eight shows covering the wide range of geek and nerdum. To see the full schedule, check out the show notes below and and subscribe to the Geek Ultimate Alliance network on Twitter at Pod Network so you know when all the shows drop. We also have a Patreon, so if you want to throw a couple of shekels our way, we've got two tiers: our dollar tiers, our tip jar to say hey, you think we're doing a good job, and then we've got our five dollars 
$5 tier with ad-free episodes, early access episodes, and Patreon-exclusive shows, including our show, We Can Watch This All Day, the Marvel Alliance MCU Rewatch. Twelve episodes are are up there right now when we are getting ready to drop episode 13, Age of Ultron. When is that dropping for the patrons, Brent? Um, should be the last Monday of the month. I think that's the 30th. Should be that this would coming. be next week. Next yep, week. Next week. So patrons, get ready for that content. We've got the DC Alliance guys doing their DC through the years rewatch. Uh, we've got uh, Katie and her husband doing canon, non-canon of Star Wars. We've got a lot of different stuff going on for the patrons. So again, we thank you for thank you for joining in on that. And if you're not a patron, we, well, what are you waiting for? Join us at www.patreon.com slash backslash GUA network and enjoy all the lovely content we got there for you. But if you can't join us on Patreon, we got 30 to 90 seconds. Rate and review the Marvel Line solo feed and the GUA network feed on Apple Podcast, Spotify, whatever podcatcher choice may be. And last but certainly not least, we want to thank our official sponsor, organicpricebooks.com for your omnibus hardcover collected edition needs jp and the crew at opb have got it going on with immaculate look. packaging excellent customer service ships around the world we've yeah. got a couple of ones. look at the cover we've... of that phoenix one my goodness yep. phoenix omnibus volume two is uh been out there we've got a wonder man omnibus the early years i wonder why that's coming out <laughs> Uh, we've got the hood, uh, the saga of Parker Robbins. Hmm, wonder why that's coming out. <laughs> wait, wait a second. Go back up to the hood. Yeah. Go back, go back up to the hood. Oh. So you have there is that on bus or is that just like a graphic novel of the hood? The hood, it's it's a trade paperback. So yes. Okay, I was like, so, this man has enough stories to fill on bus, but still, very cool cover again. Yeah, it's very. And, and stop Brent, right there. Yep. Brent, yeah. Brent wants to focus on this. I see it. It's right there. It's crushed in. It's uh, the sigil omnibus. I, I mean, they're Marvel because Marvel bought them. They weren't Marvel when that came out, but it, no, it, it counts. Not. It counts. I don't care. It counts. I, I love sigil. I love all well, the crushing. One thing I do want to put out there. Uh, this was a last-minute uh, surprise from Marvel. Right here at the bottom. This is not, these are been restocking coming in April. Thor by Jason Aaron, volume mm. one, sold out before it hit the shelves. Good choice. It was Good out choice. of print. They are restocking that come April. And Fantastic Four by Jonathan Hickman, volume one, is being restocked as well. Mm. Volume two is still in stock, but will quickly go out of stock. Uh, pretty quickly, but those are coming back in April. OPB has got it right now to pre-order, so make sure you get it because it will take a while for these to come back. So use that code MARVELGUA at checkout to get $2 off every single order. And we want to thank them for being our official sponsor. All right, last but not least, as uh, Travis, you said earlier, we've got our next GUA crossover this Saturday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, hosts from across the network will be joining in and talking about uh, what's on our minds for what's going on in the world of geek and nerdum. I'm a maybe right now. If anything, I'll be coming on probably about an hour later. Brent, what's your status? Uh, similar to yours, it's going to be a game day decision, but I'm hoping to show up at least for some of it. Gotcha. And as you said, Travis, you will unfortunately not no, be available. No, I miss both of them. I'm out of town. I'm, oh, I might have to watch the, the. It's a big weekend for wrestling fans. It's the Royal Rumble. It's our playoffs, and I might have to. I'll be at the in-laws. I'm kind of hoping I could get out of there, but I think I'll be with the in-laws. I can. I get the go-ahead to watch wrestling, but this is. It's one of those events that I would like to be with Travis, just myself. But I, I don't want to have to social. So I'm. Oh, okay. <laughs> 
Oh, <laughs> right. All right. Okay. Yeah, no, but it's just like, Welcome it's to Marvel Alliance After yeah. Dark. <laughs> but no, I have my hand up. I do. But yeah, check that out. I think uh, Heinz, Clay, and Katie are confirmed. And then Mark mm-hmm. says he's probably yeah. going to make it too. So Mark's not. Mark, unfortunately, for Slice of Film has always missed one. But he said, I might be able to make this stuff. So we'll see. There's All always. Right. Maybe Gunn will drop his stuff finally and they'll have something to talk about there, you know, because this man keeps. <laughs> ruining my life and scheduling but i have to ask because i that it's completely over my head and maybe because brent's mentioned this a few times and chris would know mm-hmm. give me the cliff notes of what siegel or siegel whatever that no, was that's that's all brent yeah what is like how what are, so what is something that they didn't sigil. own and now they own sigil uh, oh i was like siegel sigil what are you talking about the siegel okay. is a joke the siegel is a joke. I've, I've, okay um all right, Sigil. Back in the, I don't, I don't remember exactly when it started, but roughly early two thousands, I discovered them um, around towards the tail end of my senior year of high school, um, which I graduated in 01 to date myself here. It's it, basically they came out. Mark Alessi, I believe, is the name of the guy who owned it, and they came out with like some top tier talent, both creatively on uh, writing okay. and on the art. Um, specifically, uh, if you look up the cover to Scion, that's S C I O N issue six, that was the cover that caught my attention. Uh, Jim Chung, I think is how you say his name, but just mm-hmm. a great artist. Um, and that was written by Ron Mars. Uh, I would say arguably their biggest claim to fame was hitting their release dates. Oh, and they, okay. they were so confident of it that they would advertise them in the back of the books for the coming up. And that back then, Chris, I'm sure you'll remember, that was a huge deal because DC and Marvel was constantly missing their release dates. It mm-hmm. was all over the place. They they didn't even, I mean, I think they quit advertising them. They got so bad. Like, they couldn't <laughs> get them. And for the longest time, CrossGen hit them. And it started with four titles. All of them had this sigil on them. It kind of looks like a red and yellow yin-yang. And... Mm-hmm. They were a true testament to the storytelling idea of you could read an individual title and get a complete story, but if you read all of them, you get a little bit other stuff in there as well. You get a little bit of other clues to something a little bit larger, and eventually over time, they went into their final first, like not their final, but like their first big, huge line-wide crossover called The Negation War. It was a four-issue miniseries, and after issue two came out, the company folded. So I have very little sympathy for people complaining their stories didn't finish because I've been pining (laughs) over that one for a very long time. Release the Siegel cut. No, no, just release the movie. No, but they never even produced episode. My knowledge, they never produced issue four. There has been um, a script for issue three that's gotten out there, but it's just, uh, but regardless of that, it is all four titles and they expanded and some might tell you they expanded too too quickly because it rapidly grew, but they were, they were, I mean, at least for a while, I, I would argue that for its time, the best books out there were had a Christian logo on them. And does well, Marvel own that now? They do. Yes. When when Christian folded, Marvel bought it. And if you look, like look up Marvel Unlimited and do a search for uh, Sigil, Mystic, and Ruse, you will find stuff with the Christian name on it. You will find those are some of the same titles that they had before. They have their little own yellow and orange looking or red and orange sigil but they're not the same they weren't the same they were basically a reinterpretation of those earlier Mm. stories like uh we're gonna take the 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 idea but we're not gonna just you know continue it along i happily read them all but they are very different i would love for them to do more with the concept though 
Um, I'm surprised and, they never just did a mulligan and finished those three and four to like once they got it, you know. But I'm I, not sure. I just can't is. believe I can't read these things all digitally yet because they mm. actually did release like you could buy like CDs or something like that. Uh, I don't remember if it was CDs or a subscription to a website, wow. and you could read dig- digitally those comics on your computer because that was pre iPad, pre tablets and stuff. But. I don't know. The Comixology, or I guess Marvel, a couple months ago put out like four issues or something like that. Basically, they were keeping the copyright. Mm-hmm. But I'm waiting to see if that hits Marvel Unlimited. And if it does, I will be uh, uh, championing it for a comic book club one week. It'll probably see? just be like a one-week thing, maybe a two-week thing. But regardless, I'm... If, if Brent I, I, has Brent has contemplated buying a physical book, I just, did. just to have this, he is contemplating mm. it. So. I almost sent you one just to redo up on World's Finest and say, "Hey, we're doing this." <laughs> so confirm I'm for not Secret opposed. Wars. Confirm not for opposed. Secret Wars. No, I, w- I wouldn't go that far. I don't think we're going to see any. <laughs> they of these could characters. appear though. They could appear. I, I mean, I guess technically they are owned owned by Marvel now. Like they own the. La- but my understanding is it's a they own the licensing so long as they use it every so often. So it's one of those situations. When we get to like twenty. 60 and they've burned through every character done a bunch of reboots like what have we not done yet like well we bought this thing back in the 90s or 2000s yeah let's, let's I mean bring that. it on if, if you look it up there was some there was some great artwork I, for the record if anyone looks at Sigil like the first six or eight issues it's the art's a little funky but then they switch and they get some other artists on there that are much stronger like Dale Eaglesham has a great run on there it's just phenomenal hmm. looking Okay, now I know because I, I heard you mention that I think on a crossover episode I wasn't over or on, and then you mentioned it here, so it's like okay, I gotta know because I have no knowledge out <laughs> there. So yeah, yeah but spurning the good word. I could have I could have just searched Google, but like I won the passion of a fan tell. Sure, in uh in like May of 2020, my basement flooded, and comic book wise, oh. the only damage I had was a book related to Christian. And uh, Joe actually uh, hooked me up with another copy of it. It just literally showed up on my doorstep one day. He he went through the Squadcast guys to uh, get the address and send it to me. It was a total shock, but very thankful because my that that was not going to be something easily found. And because it's not exactly people, in print. he know? does. Joe knows people, yeah. and uh, to this day, I have not forgotten, and I am still appreciative. Joe, I also lost my copy of The Flash. Could you? Uh, <laughs> You're Flash issue up. number one. <laughs> yeah, no, no, yeah, no. It, it, it's dated for 2023. I think it's in July. That comic book, uh, yeah, something like that. I had a copy. I had a copy. I knew a guy, but. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, before we get into the news, like we said, we're mm-hmm. we are taking this opportunity to look at kind of our predictions, our 2022 predictions, and see how correct or wrecked they uh were at that point so uh gentlemen how do you want to do this well i I, so i just have my fact or fictions because i never was on your predictions episode so i'll how many guys are talking about right there travis picks look in the show notes travis picks do i have them there? go back and listen to episode 88 i got you covered man i wrote them down when we were talking about them it's all in the notes you are on the hot seat bud you don't get out of this I, f- I forgot I was on that episode. <laughs> they all blend together eventually here. Let's see here. Okay. Whoa. I think we could each just go through our picks and, you know, okay. basically grade them and say whether or not right. they, they work. Okay. All right. Tra- Travis, are, are you in there? Do you see them? So how, how many predictions do we have? One, two, three, four, five. We each have five. 
Okay, so are are we gonna do? We're gonna drop these files, and then so Chris, did I remember you had used to have a file of your old fact and fictions? Did you still have that? I, I don't. I don't have. I no. I didn't. I'm stupid. I didn't. Okay. I just, I'm. I, I'm I, yeah. I have all mine, but these are not technically fact or fictions. Yeah. No. They're they're not. They're just our were we just doing predictions or fact or fictions? Did I lie no, we're doing in the, the title episodes? We're doing the the predictions that we were on that episode with. So. Well, then I lied in the prediction. I lied no, in the title of the episode. You're a liar. Right. I'm going to give people still five factor fictions after this because I feel bad because I lied in the title episode for the live viewers. So there you go. Uh, <laughs> so let's see. So this is for my predictions for this year. Hey, oh, I was bold. 2022. So, like, so are we going to go all five at once or one by one? All five. Give, give us okay. all five. So yeah. my first prediction or actually, no, it probably was this way. I said Valkyrie will pick up the hammer at some point in Love and Thunder. Didn't happen. I was really no. confident that hand, especially too looking at it now, like they killed off Valkyrie, and I thought, you know, for sure, uh, or sorry, no, they killed off uh, Jane Foster. They set me up big time, and I thought she was gonna get it. I thought they were gonna hand it she, off. She got the the sword, you know, but she or the, the lightning bolt. I mean, not the sword. Yeah, the lightning not, bolt, but not the hammer. So I'm looking at these. I think I'm already gonna be wrong on all of them. So oh yeah, we're, we we all did. Pretty oh yeah, we're wrecked on a lot of them. <laughs> we did bad. Okay, so here's what I was right. We will not see any new scenes of Paul Bettany in 2022, barring a flashback footage. So I was right on that because we didn't get we didn't get that was the big thing, right? Multiverse of Madness. Yeah. She kept talking about her kids. Didn't mention Vision at all. No new footage of Vision. He didn't pop up any credit. So no, I we, one, right? she, no, you did get a mention of Vision because uh, Wanda did say Viz had his right when, he, when Stephen brought up the multiverse. Said Viz had his theories. But luckily, I just put C, so I got oh, that no, one. You, you got that one right. Yeah, got you got that, that one, one right. right. Uh, Andrew Garfield will be confirmed as a new Spider-Man <laughs> appearance, either another movie, uh, or Garfield, or uh, in another movie, or Garfield will be starring. So that one was wrong. I thought nope. Sony was going to be a lot smarter. Apparently, they tried. That's the rumor that they tried, and negotiations just fell. And I don't know how they just got that. Hit, they got that hypno. Uh... <laughs> character I, coming out yeah i don't know how they screw that up this one I, I was confident in this one i'm still surprised i said black panther will have the highest box office in the mcu next year obviously 2022 i was wrong about that that went to yep. multiverse of madness so mm-hmm. i uh i did not get that one right and then i was wrong here i was pretty confident we we're gonna get multiverse of madness i said deadpool will make his mcu debut which did not happen i thought it was gonna happen we got an announcement but no official appearance from the Merc with a mouth. Not even in a what if. So, so by my count, you got one of them right. I got one. I'll okay. take it. All right, that's okay. I, I think you did better than I did. All right. So, as Bubs, yep. So, She Hulk will feature at least a cameo from three past Marvel actors, not counting the Hulk and Abomination, who had already been confirmed. No, I I think I got two Wong and Daredevil, past Marvel actors. I don't think there was a third one though. Unless there, someone can think of someone I'm forgetting, but to my memory, there's not a third one. <laughs> Sorry. This is good as Bob's. He says budget. the budget of Amazing Spider-Man 3 has been funneled into Madam Web, which is the blueprint we blueprint. all know. So, was there any other Marvel characters, past Marvel characters? I don't think I there was. I feel like there was, but I don't think there was. I, I don't think, think there right. was. No. No. So... Uh, that's that's a negative. By the end of 2022, the first live-action X-Men character will have been both cast and made public. Uh, that could mean in the trades featuring statements from Marvel or events like San Diego Comic-Con. But I specifically said that does not count anyone who had previously already been confirmed, such as Hugh Jackman or uh, Patrick Stewart. So, no, they, Which, don't, they yeah. don't count. It's fair. So yeah. close. Uh, 
every Marvel Studios movie that released in 2022 will make do more at the box office than the 2021 ones, other than No Way Home. Got that one right, so I guess I did get one. Oh, mm-hmm. wait, so so the total of the 2022 box office will be bigger than 2021? Uh, effectively, but it was basically that uh, the highest 2021 was Shang-Chi at 418, uh, not counting okay. No Way Home, and all mm-hmm. three of the... 2022 movies did better than that. Okay, so excluding Spider-Man, I right, see. excluding Spider-Man. I, I mean, let's you, can't get, you can't get a billion. Don't mess <laughs> yeah, with Spider-Man. Yeah. Billion, billion nine. Don't mess with Spider-Man. Yeah. Uh, Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man will be teased in Morbius, but the actor will not appear unless it's old footage or a credit scene. That's a goose egg. He wasn't even teased too. Like he wasn't even like nope. they remember they t- edited all those Spider-Man stuff out. So uh, debatable. I'm going to need a ruling. Blade's release date will be announced with the next slate update. The first update comes in 2022. I don't. Remember remember when they announced it i know they we got the official blade release date we we got it like at sdcc and then they stuff moved happened it. you got two dates yeah it's a technical well, yeah. but right? they still did it so i'm, I'm taking that one so got i got two yeah. of them so i got two. there you go all right so for mine my first one was wanda is going to win and win huge in multiverse of madness and this is where i started really going downhill i should have shut up at that moment <laughs> we will finally win get huge. the I, I decided to swing really hard on i mean this even that's debatable but that's yeah it is debatable <laughs> we will finally get the reverse house of m and she will ignite the mutants at the end of this movie not so much we, we've ignited mutants but not as a result of this movie so mm-hmm. that's a no uh, Multiverse of Madness will not be tied up in a neat bow at the end. The effects will be felt throughout the rest of Phase 4. I claim win on that. Do you? I do. Say I that play. again. Let, let, the rest of Phase 4? I'm going to need sure. you to let, defend your stance. visualize it. Yeah. Say it again. Say it again. All right. So the Multiverse of Madness will not be tied up in a neat bow at the end. The effects will be felt throughout the rest of Phase 4. <sighs> so the effects of the multiverse. Mm-hmm. Were felt throughout the rest of Phase Four. Phase Four, yeah. I'm, I need you tough. to defend your stance because the rest of Phase Four would have just now been She-Hulk, Thor, and um, Wakanda Forever. Wakanda Forever. Yeah, Moon you're right. Knight. Yep. It's right. Marvel. But I'll get. I'll, how about this? Partial credit because it will not. It was not tied up as an EP. I'll give you. See, I even. I even think that's questionable. I mean, the end credit has literally a person cutting through the entire world, being like, "I know." Is a <laughs> that's, that's, like an but that's the same thing they always do. She literally. She that's literally teasing says the, the next mul- movie. How do you end up with an eye in his head? All right, half point. Half point. Yeah. That's all I'm asking. Half point. Half point. <laughs> all right. We will see Matt Murdock, but not Daredevil in 2022. Oh, so <laughs> I thought you were know right with that one. You, you know what? At that point, I'm glad I was wrong. Oh, no, absolutely. Yeah. Hines <laughs> is right here. I will not be asking of you for lottery numbers. No. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Oh, look, look, I even got all in the game. Incursions. <laughs> Yeah, but then he realized phase four. Yeah. He realized yeah, yeah phase, phase four, four, yeah, phase four, yeah, phase five. I should have said in phase five. Phase yeah, five, we could talk. Phase five, yeah, I'm sure talk. you're gonna see a bunch of incursions everywhere. People are gonna be just going to the washroom and the incursion, you know. So, mm-hmm. yeah. all right, Miss Marvel will be low in the sense of fan base excitement, but will be the surprise hit for Disney Plus in tw- 2022. Will gain momentum as the series progresses. Mm-hmm. Eh, I should have said She Hulk on that one. <laughs> I, I I think that was I think that fits She Hulk more. Yes, yeah, it definitely fits. 
She-Hulk more. Hey, at close. least we got Miss Marvel numbers. We still never got Andor Samba numbers, which means that show was low. I'm telling you. Andor was low, which is a shame because it was the best. It's Star Wars best. Anyway, go on. When even Samba third-party trackers like, we don't have numbers for Andor, you're like, okay, that's not good. So Miss Marvel still got some numbers. So. I think about three people watched it, but I'm one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the network, yeah. Hines is, Hines is getting vicious asking participation with okay Hines all right just re, just we remember these things mm-hmm. uh champions and young event champions slash young Avengers will be confirmed happening in 2022 I wish what is going yes, on but, with that what with that and midnight suns these things they have taken the place of remember how thunderbolts like before infinity war that project was rumored and it got what it took four years to get it officially announced uh yeah what a champions young avengers and midnight suns those are the new versions of that where we've heard rumors of those for probably since post endgame and nothing just not like i know there's teases but like blade saying you sure you're ready to in a post-credit scene like being teased in midnight suns like i thought we'd be a lot further along on those fronts the, but mm-hmm. the champions young avengers whatever i i'd have to fact check myself but i want to say like february 2019 i did an episode of fans where i said why i thought they were coming so it's, it's been a while um so uh by my count chris you got half a point travis you yes. got one and i got two so oh, between yeah. us we did bad. We did bad. Yeah, three we and a half three points point between us. Out of 15, that's a full-on fail right there. So we're going to try and do predictions for this year prior to Ant-Man coming out, right? Yes. Yeah, Let's yeah, see yeah. if we can do a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Let's see yes, if we can collectively get better than three and a half. <laughs> that's, that, that's right, Heinz. Power pack. Let's, let's, uh, let's, let's be careful throwing that around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So okay, what I'll do is I'm gonna I, I'm gonna rapid fire these. I think go back. I'm not gonna rapid fire them all. I think these go back okay. to when I was still just like the prime host with Chris before I got ousted. But so yeah, this I think goes back to one vision day. So these are we okay. don't have to talk because I know most of them are fake. Well, I guess we don't know. Magneto will be Scarlet Witch's father as of right now. That's still I'm, I'm gonna say that's definitely TBD. Fiction. TBD. That didn't happen, mm-hmm. But I guess TBD. it could change. We don't know that it's not true though. Mm-hmm. I was wrong. Well, I said Brie Larson will share a scene with Miss Marvel. I was talking about in the show, so, so that was nice. fiction. Didn't happen. Daredevil will debut in the MCU before any members of the Fantastic Four X Men. Xavier, I guess Multiverse of Man is kind of screwed up that fact or fiction, hey? Because before then, I would have had that as a fact. But jeez, mm-hmm. <sighs> Louise. TBD. This one, Hawkeye's is Hawkeye. Hawkeye is the last time we will see Clint Barton in the MCU. Where are we at that now? Yeah. Well, I guess, I guess yeah. it, all, I don't know. it almost was. <laughs> just it go almost on. Just go on. Just just go, go yeah, on. we're not going to touch that one. Yeah, yeah. Tobey Maguire will reprise his role of Spider-Man the next five years. The only reason to have that is because if people are in the GV Discord or follow us on Twitter, me and Fanboy Clay have a pizza bet that he bet me. There's two pizza bets we have. He said Avatar uh, 3 will make less than Sonic 3, so I'm very happy to get a large pizza coming my way, two toppings. Mm-hmm. And then the oh, other one was true. I have a five-year period from no way home so five years he said there'll be no live action toby appearance and i said there would be which is good because we just shared a rumor in a group chat that some scoopers saying he might be before <laughs> that so I, i'm well, toby so, I, said he's he's game yeah it's so. I, it's not a fact yet but i think it's happening uh a sony verse character in the mcu no way home gave, gave yeah, us that got fact it. yeah, yeah, that yeah got that. you got that yeah uh marvel zombies adapted one way or another got that one maybe Chris, yeah maybe maybe well, no. Well, no. You, what if? if? You're right. What yeah. if? What if? If? Yeah. 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 yeah it's 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 a, it's a cheap, but it, it kind of. No, you're counts. right. No, no. It's still it's it's fully it's fully it's not cheap, but you got it. So this one, I don't know why I picked this number. So this is 2021. I said Chris Evans will return in the next seven years. I don't know why I went with seven back at that time, well, but you're gonna get it. 
Yeah, yeah, and then I said there will only be one Avengers film from now until Phase Six, which I'm wrong there. There's a double header there. Uh, let's see, Halo will return before Phase Six. Debatable, still TBD and stuff like that. Uh, let's see, Da-da-da. no, most of these are kind of just other topics. One I'm very happy about: Liv Tyler will return in She-Hulk. I was wrong about She-Hulk. But there's there's stuff. There's rumors. There's smoke. Stuff, there's stuff around. Because I think I did that rumor. Because remember the time there was that rumor that uh, there was going to be a subplot about Bruce's backstory with his father, and it was going to yes. show a lot. Yeah, and I don't that was know if, a lot of strong rumors about that story being yeah. there. So, so that's why I thought we would get her at that. Uh, we will see Agatha after WandaVision. Well, that ended up to be a, you know, whatever. Uh, <laughs> big time fact. She has her own show. Uh, Thanos will return in Phase 5. I guess. TBD. Yeah, TBD. Yeah. I, yeah. Uh, let's see. Ghost will be a member of the Thunderbolts. TBD, apparently. <laughs> oh, it but, depends on which no, scoop you know, you're listening no, you know to. What? I give yeah. you credit for that because they formally announced Ghost as part of it. And they have not formally said anything about her being out. Correct. You That's get credit true. for that. Yeah. And then I think most of them are kind of just like they're too new, like they would have been the past year and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, those were a couple fun I, ones um, and whatnot. I just looked back at some of the, the some of the earliest factor fictions that I said, um, and I'm, I'm just gonna pick a couple of these out. But uh, I'm gonna skip a few that were like TBD, like we don't know yet, like mm-hmm. about the X. Yeah, those are the ones I yeah some of those I skipped. But too. looking at this, like here's one: Wanda will be retcon to include her mutant origins. We don't know that part yet, but the Mind Stone will be said to have just activated and enhanced her powers mm. as opposed to creating them. Um, That's Ant-Man, a point. That's Ant Man Three will feature Cassie suiting up his stature. Oh yeah, <laughs> she, um, she's all over those trailers now. Yeah, with great power comes great responsibility. Will be said to Holland by the other Spider Men. Technically, they only said the last half of it, but I'm going to count it. It counts. It counts. It counts as a fact. Miss this one. We'll get a flashback with Uncle Ben. Nope. Uh, (laughs) We will see the Jameson broadcast from Far From Home where he outs Peter in another project. We did. Venom, let there be carnage. Oh, right. I I forgot that was in there, right? And he licks the TV. He licks. (laughs) And at some point I said, we will see Marvel one shots come to Disney plus within the next 18 months. I don't know exactly when I said that, but they are all are all on there now. That's fair. Hmm. Yeah, see, and all here, this is why I like bringing these up because I remember, I think me, I was still on the show when we got these rumors, Chris, of yeah. her playing a mm-hmm. Jessica Jones will show up as a PI and She Hulk show. And that's the fun thing. Like, I, I don't like, we, that's why we always specify between like the trades and the rumors because like it was just fun to talk about because I love anytime when we go, or at least myself, when I go on IMDb trivia and you like look at like, here's the 15 actors who are rumored to play Rambo. And you're like, probably some of these people maybe just took a meeting or were talked about, but it's like, it's fun to look at and everything like that. <laughs> I, I, there's a, there, there's a few few other ones i had too was a dcu director will be announced to direct an mcu film in the next five years so that that caps off of 2026 hasn't happened yet so i'm Did still any waiting of a, i could have sworn one of us at one point had said like a dcu actor would it or i mean that's already happened over. but no but uh, uh like the from me i mean the wasp i've i've pulled up some of my earlier ones like uh um, okay let's hear them. all right we will see wolverine dawn the Brown and tan costume instead of the yellow and blue. Hope you know, not. maybe TBD. TBD. Yeah, I want the yellow. Uh, Why not both? I want them both. Oh, both. Okay, I'll I'm take fine it. with both. Yeah, I want those uh, two, and I want the X Force one. I'm a big yes. fan of the X Force. Yes. Th- th- this one might be very quickly coming reality as more and more we hear. We will see Ultron return as as some sort of threat by Phase Six. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I think that sounds yeah, like that's looking likely. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, we will see at least one Disney Plus solo series character jump to the big screen in their own in their own movie by phase six. That's partial. We got Miss Marvel jumping into the Marvels at that yeah, point. It so. Yeah, it counts. But not, their, not their own. So I said solo. Yeah, I, fair enough. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I'm just trying to see if there's anything else. I have one I mean, in the next. I mean, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Oh, it's killing time. While you're in the next three years, we'll get a theatrical Marvel Studios animated movie. That's not happening. That's... <laughs> no, especially not now with them. No, cutting off the animation. I thought. I was hoping. I was hoping with Spider Verse uh, hype and all those things. You know. Um, how about this? The threat that Kang poses to the timeline will lead to Loki temporarily joining the new Avengers to stop them. I hope that's true. I want a version of the world where Loki is on the Avengers. I just think there's so much fun. And I, I would just also love to see like people like Nick Fury have to react to that. And even the public, like what do they think? And obviously this is like a reformed Loki. I want Thor to react to that. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Everything. It, uh, wouldn't all it be great them. in a world? It'll be great for all of them. Wouldn't it be great in a world where the next time Thor meets the Avengers, he's not on it, but Loki is? Like he's like not a member. He doesn't have a card. He's not part of the building, stuff like that, you know? <laughs> Two out of three Marvels debut on Disney Plus. Yeah, that's true. That's true. true. (laughs) Uh, Apparently, at one point, I said to set us up for disappointment. By the time we get to the end of next week, we'll have seen both Wilson Fisk and Matt Murdock in the Marvel Studios production. That was right before that episode of Hawkeye came out. Uh, There's three other ones I got here too. Is like this will hopefully know soon, but is when Frank Castle debuts in the MCU, he won't have the original logo, which all these burnt all rumors. But I don't know. So it's going to be the Hydra logo, or not the Hydra the Hand logo? That, or I could just see him just no logo. The Demon logo. The Demon. I like the story, but it's an ugly logo. (laughs) And then I was really high on the Spider No Way Home hype because it said Emma Stone, Spider Gwen will be announced to be returning in 2022. That didn't happen. Sony just squandering just opportunity after opportunity. And then I'm still waiting for this one. I don't think we're going to get it. I was hoping for what if we'll see Joe fix it in the next two years in a Marvel Studios project. I was hoping what if we'd get Joe fix it, but. I don't think so. How about this? Venom will be the first franchise to join the MCU from outside Marvel Studios. You're right. I'm not right. Tobey Maguire's yeah. Spider-Man is Dr. Octopus showed up first. <laughs> he beat him by like an hour yeah, and a half. <laughs> I guess you're right. I guess you're, but technically, I guess you mean in the Marvel Studios film, right? Because technically he gets teleported to the he gets teleported into the MCU in, he does. in Venom 2. He does. So I, I have no problem saying that that franchise is part of it, but... So is the Tobey Maguire one, and that that happened first. Octopus was there first. And actually, I originally, um, I think at the time I originally said this, I don't know, maybe they do it, but at one point, Morbius was going to come out before No Way Home. And so the Vulture would, however they were going to have Vulture in it, Morbius would have been the first one to connect. But nope, now he's not. Man, look at me go. I don't know if this was based off rumors. I was just lucky. Daredevil's first MCU costume will not be the classic red costume. Look at that. I'm happy with that one. Nailed it. Thor five will happen with Chris Hemsworth Star Wars, and that's still still TBD. Still, I I still think it's gonna happen. The way he's talking oh. about it, talking about being different, I bet you'll get one more, even if it's a send off. I think Thor five. I don't know if it's gonna be Taika. I think they are gonna switch it up, but I think you're gonna get. I think you'll get Thor five. I'm confident in saying that. Oh, here here here's here's a couple from episode eight. <laughs> Oh, man. Episode 8. Wow. We will get a Thunderbolt streaming show or movie before the end of Phase 6. Nailed it. Oh, we're getting it. We're getting it. (laughs) Um, Let's see. Uh, We will see Nick Fury return in a more active role in the MCU in a Secret Warriors movie. Oh, Secret Invasion. You know. Close enough, you know. Unless yeah, he dies enough. episode one, then it doesn't yeah. count. The spirit of it's right. The letter of it's right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So... 
I'm still uh, waiting on this one. The Windigo will appear in the MC or, or <laughs> I, I was uh, in the next five years. We'll see the Windigo because I'm just a massive fan of the Windigo, and I'm hoping I'm hoping that was 2022 though. That was one from is last that a year. Canada yep. thing? Uh, it, it a little bit is, but it is. I don't know if any of you remember this for the X2 uh, movie tie-in game. They did a game called X-Men Wolverine's Revenge. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. The game had nothing, absolutely nothing to do with the movie, but you got to fight the Windigo. And I hadn't read the Windigo before, but I just got obsessed with the Windigo and stuff like that. I loved that boss battle. And ever since then, I've been a I've been a stand of the Windigo. Well, so I hope it's well, happening. The, you got the closest right now with Werewolf by Night and Ted Man-Thing. Yeah, so. 100%. But, so. but yeah, this, this is a lot of fun. I mean, when Travis and I were developing the show at that point, uh, it, it was, you know, we were spitballing just different ideas <laughs> Of like if we have no we news, could. what do we do? <laughs> what do we do? So let's go crazy. For the record, there is like... news tonight. We yeah, just, there, there is. The yeah, there, there the is year, news. So. Brent tried to scrap uh, it all. No, but th- I, this <laughs> said it's, I said we could. Even even though that some some weeks for me sometimes it can be hard coming up with like factor fictions. Other weeks, mm-hmm. like I'm coming up with like nine at one time and just having some some banks. But this this has been fun and hopefully you all enjoy them and uh, we. Uh, you know, we'll we'll come up with our predictions sometime by the end, by before uh, Ant Man and, and Quantumania come out. So, mm-hmm. and I'm not saying year. I'm not saying I'm supposed to do this, but I'm excited at one point in our life, even if we could pay somebody to listen to every episode, get every single fact or fiction, and see the percentage of both. You know, like see what I, I guarantee is probably yeah. more. Fiction. I've all, I've always thought that sounded fun. Like just get a big Google yeah. sheet going with it all. Yeah. Who who made the prediction? What episode it was? I, I I just don't have them all on one, fun. but yeah, I have them on every episode. Yeah. But so. I guarantee you, fiction's the bigger percentage because I feel like I always right. do they one that's really episode, certain. But we could know. just go through the old. Ooh, I may have to. Oh, <laughs> my, my, I mean, my notes. It, we didn't start using Google until not as recent as we think. So, <laughs> <laughs> so that could be start point from this date on. Yeah. To, yeah. Um, but anyway, so all right. Well, hope hope you all join that. Congratulations, Brent, on a you know, <laughs> yeah, terrible <the> victory. Forty <laughs> hey, percent, right? Forty yeah. percent. Woohoo! <laughs> oh my. So, all right. Well, uh, let us take our first ad break before we get into uh, some of the quick hits with the news. So, as you know, listeners, these ads help keep the lights on the Geek Ultimate Alliance Network. We don't get to choose what ads come on, and they can be a bit loud. Give you the three count before they come on. Three, two, one. We'll be right back. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And we are back. So, all right. First news item. And we're going to chalk this up to rumors because of everything with Scooper Madness. Some people say yes. Some people say no. I'm going to go with it because it's Daredevil. We're going to go with as, you know, maybe. Marvel Studios possibly has hired Arrowverse writers and real lawyers for the Daredevil Born Again writing staff. Uh, this is coming from the Cosmic Circus. Uh, they say that they have added uh, Jill Blankenship and uh, Grainy Godf- Godfrey f- to the Daredevil Born Again writing team. The pair both served as writers for the Arrowverse shows. Brent, what were they uh, mainly tied to? Uh, yeah, so Godfrey worked on the first three seasons of The Flash, which most people, myself included, are going to tell you those are the best seasons. Uh, and then Godfrey was there for most of Legends of Tomorrow. I Gosh, I want to say I read even Showrunner at some point, but that could be wrong. Maybe it was Head Rider. Regardless, a part of most of Legends of Tomorrow, a little more hit and miss with me. Uh, the, the article, the first article I saw talking about this said Arrow writers joined Daredevil. Godfrey is, according to INDB, worked on one episode of Arrow, and it was a crossover with The Flash. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. like, eh, it's a little loose there, but technically right. <laughs> and then, uh, um, Blankenship, um, was showrunner and co creator of Naomi. Um, that, mm-hmm. that was yep. canceled, but she also wrote six episodes, six Arrow episodes, including the season eight, episode nine, which was the backdoor pilot for the scrapped Green Arrow and the Canary spinoff series. Which I really, really liked, and I wish mm-hmm. they had done that. And yeah, Blankenship worked on both season seven and eight, and eight, um, just spread out a little bit of both. Uh, overall, I'm happy with this. I'm like, I'm, I do. I'm like, if you guys want a, a, someone who works in this arena, who was also a real life lawyer, Charles Soul. Anybody? Can we bring in Charles Soul? Oh, you no, know, he he's was br- got quite the Daredevil run. Let's get him in. But 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 he was brought in as a consultant for She-Hulk. Well, that's a good start. So yeah, he was uh, a, he was a legal advisor to uh, She-Hulk. So um that sounds weird just even saying it yeah some of the lawyers they brought in and these weren't these aren't going to be like household names because they're real life lawyers uh david feige thomas wong zachary Ryder. yeah david feige yeah um they all kind of have um different specialties in the sense of uh racial issues sexuality and gender um courtroom procedural um all these different stuff been a defender in new york city they all come, and some of them have been consultants on different shows, including, um, looks like David Feige was one of the consultants for the Tom Cruise legal thriller, The Firm, the TNT legal drama of that show. Uh, so it, it's going to be, I mean, again, it, if you want to get into that kind of frame of mind, yeah, you want to have television writers, but if you have people with, with a law background and have been into it, yeah, you can bring some quote-unquote reality with it. But Brent, you brought out something or you retweeted something that warmed my heart because someone said the last time the an Arrowverse writer was tied to Daredevil, they did this. And yeah, what did they do? It was one of your favorite scenes from the entire show and all of Marvel, mm-hmm. as we've talked about before, where basically Daredevil is screaming into Kingpin's face that he won, he beat him. You know, it's at the end of season three. I'm not, I need to look up because I frankly neglected to do it who actually wrote that episode and who who it is that is still who which one of them was tied to arrow but regardless um i just because i know i saw people oh we don't want that cw crap over marvel no guys like there's still yes there's definitely some bad but there's a lot of good with the cw shows as well and there's a lot of good there and 
one thing you got to remember is just because, say, they wrote on Legends of Tomorrow doesn't mean that's what Daredevil is going to be like. Yeah. Just like actors can act, writers can, you know, write differently for different projects. I'm not that, like, to me, these names are a good thing. Like, yes, welcome to the party. All in the game saying, uh, legal, legal, not a fan of uh, She-Hulk legal scenes could have done with uh, these writers than, a f- than former lawyers. Yeah, but the legal scenes weren't necessary. They're, they're more for entertainment value more than uh, courtroom drama. Yeah, like I guess you could have better scenes in Shioke, but that's not. I know people are going to say, well, that's weird. Why would you say it? But like, that's not exactly what I was looking for. She Hulk, like I was, but like, I did not think from what they were showing it as, it was going to be the, the gripping crime drama. Like that scene, if you think about when they have uh, Frank on the stand in season two, I did mm-hmm. not think we we're going to get anything like that in She Hulk. So I was completely fine with that. And I think this all makes sense. The CW, yeah, it has issues, but I'm that's not someone for me that is like a massive red flag. For me, it's more red flag when it's like, yeah, we got the Fifty Shades writer writing Venom, and I go, you know, like CW is one where I might have issues with, but like Brent said, they can do different things. They have a track record of, you know, multiple writers of doing good seasons. You know, not everyone's great. I'm sure you look at daredevil seasons and stuff like that there's probably some things you didn't enjoy that they've done other work in the past but this was i saw a big hubbub but i didn't even comment on it because i was like why well like it's just like i i feel like it's also it's a different structure like brent says different character different guidelines so it was mm-hmm. it's like okay they're right and the 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 lawyer thing i like that because I think that was something of like, I get what people were trying to go for because I remember the showrunner, which she probably shouldn't have said, but she said, like, oh, like I didn't, we didn't really know how to write the law scenes and stuff. So that's why there wasn't much of them. Maybe it wasn't <laughs> the same public, but. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. If they're there to provide the story arc, the character emotions, uh, their arc too. If you go and get people that know their stuff about that, you know, people that write heist movies do that. We're like, okay, well, I don't know exactly how to pull the heist, so I'm gonna get experts to do X, Y, and Z for me. So it's one of these things that I'm completely fine with a writer being like, I'm gonna cover the story and character arc. To hey, you can do the legal mumble jumbo, and that might sound bad. But I'm just saying, like, if you want an authentic, you gotta get some other people, you know. So yeah. It, it, all again, all the game clarified, saying not from a gripping scene point of view, but just they got a lot of basics wrong. Fair, fair point. That's fair. That's fair. And I guess I always just kind of it sounds bad, but hand waving away because she looks kind of fourth wall breaking, so it just kind of feels mm-hmm. like it's like oh, it works out because I can kind of do that, you know. So, uh, S. Bub saying one of the best examples of writers doing different things is the creator of Chernobyl and Last of Us TV shows wrote Scary Movie three and four. A hundred percent. And it, you go no further. The Russo brothers' first movie, I think it was their first movie, was You, Me, and Dupree. I like oh. You, Me, and Dupree. Okay. I didn't. Brent is I not. Didn't. I like You, Me, and Dupree. Michael Douglas is pretty aw- awesome in it, I think. Well, right? we got Mobius. We I got, think I quit watching it. I was at home. I, I did not like it. <laughs> we got Mobius in there, and then we got Hank Pym. I guarantee there must be some other side character. As Bob's looking up. There must be some other side character <laughs> that was in the MCU, because I know it wasn't Matt Dillon or... Uh, what, 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 God, who was the female lead again? Kate Hudson. Kate oh, Hudson. Yeah, yeah, Kate Hudson. Yeah. Yeah, but that's what I mean. Like, it's not for me. It's more if I see a string of very, very questionable to my work, or not even questionable stuff. Like, look at, and this is all comes down to personal preference. Like Chloe Zhao, I think she's very talented, great storyteller, but the things she's directed, not just Marvel, just haven't been for me really. And that's where I can look at it and go, for me, this is not a red flag as far as really bad quality, and it's not a red flag for all oh, they've done a bunch of stuff that I don't enjoy. You know, if some people don't like what Taika does, they're probably not going to enjoy what Taika does. Same thing as we talked about for years with DC and Zack Snyder, right? If you don't enjoy that, you're not going to. So for me, I'm not too worried about these writers. So 
Um, I think I found which arrow person was okay, involved with with Daredevil there at the end. Eric, uh, it is well, where's his name? Eric Olson was a co-producer on Arrow, and he was also um, one of the showrunners for Daredevil at one point. Okay, so um, that I think that's our winner for who was involved there with that scene and also had something to do with Arrow. Gotcha. Sign me up, man. I'm ready. Yeah. It, it, we're there. So again, whether this is true or not, you know, it sounds like a writer's room is getting ready to be assembled, mm-hmm. if not already been assembled, and they're starting to write these these lovely eighteen episodes. So we'll just have to continue waiting and watching. All right. So this came pretty much a couple of hours ago, uh, broken by deadline. Uh, the Bear breakout star Io Ebdry. Eb- Eb- God, I'm going to butcher this. Uh, Ed- you'll, you'll learn it in a year. <laughs> Ed- Edbury, yes, Edbury. Yeah, I'll learn it in a year. I'll get it at that point. Uh, Jones Marvel Studios, Jones Marvel's uh, Studios Thunderbolts movie. This is exclusive coming from Deadline. After playing one of the chefs behind a Chicago sandwich shop in FX series The Bear, uh, she has found a new team to join. A source to say to Deadline that she has joined the Thunderbolts in a new secret role. Role. God, words are tough tonight. Uh, she joins the ensemble that was announced at uh, Disney's D23 event. Uh, Jake Schreier is set as director of the m- new Marvel tentpole with Black Widow scribe Eric Pier- uh, Pearson is penning the script with Marvel Studios president Kevin Feige producing. But no big surprise there. Uh, the project marks her first major studio starring role following the critically acclaimed role in The Bear. The role has earned her high marks, including a Critics' Choice nomination and is expected to be a player in next year's Emmy Award season and season two premieres uh, next this coming summer on, on FX on Hulu. So I have not seen The Bear. I have no frame of reference for the actress themselves, but, you know, we're... I, it's going to be interesting. One of these things, in the sense of, is is this a new team member for the Thunderbolts, or is this going to be uh, someone else that they could be going after? I mean, I really have no one way, shape, or form. Yeah, I, I'm very excited to eventually get to the bear because I've heard nothing but great things. It's just that I also still have a list of like all of us do, right, of a thousand things you'd like to watch. But because there's so much content nowadays, it goes yeah. down, down, down. So mm-hmm. at some point I will or I'll watch when the series ends. But I've heard great things about it. Uh, I do kind of be- like agree with the theory that she – now this is just a – theory completely born from like the c-tier scoopers right Mm -hmm. but enough of them have mentioned and like songbird has come up a few times not just from one person a few times with different people and if and if you look at like there was rumors of sadie sink she's in her early 20s if you look at her the other person that was rumored was taylor russell all these people are in their early to mid 20s i could see them being considered for the same role i think it's something like that just because the way kroll reported with a secret role not just like a big role important role stuff like that or an unknown role whatever i think it is something of note it could be like I guess you could do a Suicide Squad where it's some character's daughter and, you know, so like, obviously you don't want to get the comparisons and stuff like that, but... Oh, um, I hope they... No. <laughs> <laughs> you got to be careful, because obviously it's a very similar... So, I, I do agree with that theory. If not, I'm excited to get my first experience, because I have won't see the Bears before that, I don't think, unless I uh, win the lottery and I have an abundance of free time, but I... I think we've said this before, Marvel, MCU, Marvel Studios, whatever you want to refer to it as, their casting has pretty 
pretty tip tiptoe, pretty tip top. Uh, like other well, than a few, like an Alitaire Johnson for Quicksilver for me, there's everyone's kind of like a home run. Like I can only name a few, and I'd have to really think hard of castings I did not enjoy that were not writing issues. Well, well, especially when even when we get to our next casting at that point, they're grabbing the ones that are having that moment or just on the cusp of you're having a moment. We're gonna, mm. we want you a part of this. I mean, and they're still cheap. Yes. Cheaper, well, I'd say. <laughs> make it a three for three who have not seen the bear. Um, it's, it's been on our list because Jeremy Allen White from Shameless is on there. Um, and we were big fans mm-hmm. of Shameless. And I also know that the uh, the guy that played Micro Lieberman in The Punisher, he's in it too. I have no idea oh. how much, though. I have no idea how much. He's having he's a good year. Also. He was in that. Um, he was in Andor. He's as for... Our new casting here for uh, I I've only seen her in Dickinson, so which man that's okay. a weird show, <laughs> but I, I watched it, but it's a weird one for sure. So I, I I need to check out the bear. It's definitely one that my wife and I have expressed interest in. We just you know you gotta devote the time. All in the game says it's a thirty minute eight episode show. Binge it in half a day. Half a day. Uh, half a day. That might take us like three weeks with the kids, but no, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. So. Those are always the problems. That's why I can watch mm-hmm. stuff like that Star Wars and Marvel over and over. It's that stuff, which maybe all in the game you could say, but I, I don't know if the bear is rated mature or whatnot. But. I've heard that Jeremy <laughs> Allen White's character is very comparable to his character in Shameless, and so that just right away makes me think it is not for the kids. Okay, and that that's the problem, because, you know, when kids go to sleep, you gotta do lunches, gotta prepare, and then by the time you do everything that, you just wanna sleep, you know? So... Mm-hmm. Whatever it takes, gentlemen. Yeah, whatever, whatever it takes. takes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So our next casting we had uh, was uh, Josha Ramar. See, come on, uh, <laughs> Rokamore, Rokamore. I'm gonna, do, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get this at this point. Uh, <laughs> my sincere apologies. So Josha Rokamore lands role in Captain America: New World Order. According to Deadline, uh, she has joined the cast in a quote unquote major role. This is called uh, stars being kept under wraps as a production is getting ready to start in late March. The role would mark her biggest role to date. She has most recently appeared in Space Jam New Legacy starring LeBron James. Her other credits include Sherman Showcase, Black Monday and Atlanta. Uh, She's joining a very star studded cast. Uh, rumors are this is where we start getting into rumor mill and the scooper madness Ooh, at that point. I haven't heard this. Um, I'm excited. Daniel RPK and can we get co- can we get toast? Um, have <laughs> hinted that they are casting uh, that they are casting for a particular character known as Diamondback, and they have heard oh, okay. this Diamondback Serpent being linked society to her. Lives. <laughs> yep, Serpent Society. We're seeing more and more that the original title for Captain America, which became Civil War, is now going to be kind of moved over into the idea of Captain America New World Order. Um, the name Diamondback sounds familiar. It's because we, we've we heard Diamondback in the Luke Cage series. This is a very different character from what Diamondback is amongst in the comics. Um, in the Serpent Society. And, and this uh, is where I point out the Serpent Society was officially announced as kept the title for Captain America 3 yeah. for like an yes. hour until the end mm-hmm. of that very same presentation when they said, no, nah, we're just kidding, it's really Civil War. And that's when they brought out Downey to confirm he was in it and he first saw Chadwick Boseman announce as Black Panther. Like, it was the title for the length of them announcing Phase 3. 
That that's what it was. Yeah, Diamondback is uh, Rachel is in the comics. Rachel Leeton, a morally gray member of the Serpent Society, going back and forth between good guy and bad guy. She has been a member of the Bad Girls Incorporated, Secret Avengers, and Camp Hammer, changing allegiances and sides seemingly on a dime in each. Uh, she had a fling with Steve Rogers in the comics oh, and appeared okay. more recently in the story with current Captain America, Sam Wilson. I want to be in the Bad Girls Incorporated. You know, how do I get in there? <laughs> you don't have the creds. Yeah, no, I don't. Uh, is that everything, Chris? Yeah, that's everything yeah. for that one. Yeah, that that's exciting. Again, I've this is uh, two for two. I have no touchstone with this actress that I know of. Maybe I could look at her IMDb and there's something, but not enough to go, like, oh, that's great. But as again, I trust them with their casting. My only stress is I always stress with that. I'm excited to see what character she is when she's confirmed. If they say major role, I assume that is in a lot. I Like I said, I'm going to stress this till I see a trailer. I trust Marvel, but... I just feel like there's a lot in this movie from the official stuff we've heard to the rumors we've heard. I feel like there is a lot going on and I hope they balance it the best they can. And you know, most of the time they do. I think the occasional time they kind of stumble. I think Iron Man 2 is one of those occasions where you see, okay, they try to stuff way too much in this uh, this little package. So hopefully not. And again, all I care is I still, whether there's a certain meta involved, whether there's a certain villain involved, I just want it to be a good story for Sam. I know people may, oh, look at the show. No, he's Captain America. Same way. I don't care what people say about Civil War. You can call Avengers 2.5. But Steve Rogers still had a good story in there. It still developed that character. And that's all I want for Sam is I want the movie well and him do uh, do well in it. I don't want his character to get lost in the shuffle. So that's my only worry when you're here of Hulks and Adamantian and now Diamondback. There's well, lots even, of puzzle pieces. Even more recently, She-Hulk, Attorney of Law. You know, yeah. a lot of people were like, oh, everyone's just, they're obsessed over Hulk being in the show or Wong mm-hmm. or Daredevil. And yes, of course, Daredevil. But it, I'm more it was Madison. Story. Madison. Madison. It's not, not yeah. how you think. But. She's in Cat 4 as well. <laughs> <laughs> Serpent Society leader. But yeah, you're right. They did that with She-Hulk. They pulled it off and everything like that. So uh, that's why I know it can be done. It's just always... I always have that. It's the same way as like it took me a few years after, I don't know, Batman and Robin and Spider-Man and 3 and like X3 mm-hmm. of like... I feel like after that decade, we always... When you heard there was like more than two villains, you're like, oof. We've seen no. this. We've seen this happen but i feel like we're past that it's the same thing like here i'm pretty much past it but every once in a while i go that could be much even something like eternals i think maybe had too much going on in it you know i feel like i i think it's a valid concern to have i also think it's important to remember this isn't like it's not like this is you know his second or third appearance as the falcon Uh, expect like and i don't and and I just mean by the letter of it, like, you know, like, it's not like he showed up in one scene for the movie and mm-hmm. then he's getting this and he's getting crowded out, right? Like, or like, no, like he, he had sizable roles in both Winter Soldier and Civil War. And then, of course, he had smaller roles in Endgame and Infinity War. And he had a whole TV show where he was a co-lead. So, like, the character has absolutely had enough development time. If he, you know, if we had only gotten what we had, say, from Infinity War, where he just had a little bit and, like, one other scene in another project, like a, like the Ant-Man cameo, I would be a lot more worried about it. I'd be like, no, the character, but he's had that time. So, I, mm-hmm. I, I'm not worried about it. Mm-hmm. So uh, next two are quick items. You know, we, we you know we do have our comic book club, but I figured this was interesting just because uh, Jason Aaron's time on uh, on the Avengers is coming to an end. He has uh, God knows how many years he's been on the title. 
at long this time. Point. Yeah. Yes. So his run is coming to an end. The the run is currently wrapping up. But beginning in May twenty uh, May of this year, the celebrating the team's sixtieth anniversary, uh, a new team, a new creative team will be taking over. Uh, Jed McKay and CF Villa, uh, and will run. We'll see a new a new uh, Avengers team with this one made up of uh, Vision, Scarlet Witch, Black Panther, T'Challa, Captain America, Sam Wilson, Thor, Thor Orton's son, Iron Man, Tony Stark, and Captain Marvel, Kara Danvers, who is going to be the new leader of the team um, at this point. Um, This is beginning a run that uh, is going to be bringing in some of Kang. And that's all I'm going to lead oh, to because there is going to be there has been some building of Kang in the comics as well, looking for something that he is trying to find the missing moment. Look so. at that synergy going on! Just mm-hmm. you know, yeah. well, it's funny when Feige is in charge of all of it creatively, but yes. you know, I saw a lot of hubbub over this this cast, and I'm like, they're kind. Of, I mean, maybe arguably Black Panther, but with the possible exception of him, they're all Avengers mainstays who are all on the Avengers all the time. So, like, I'm not like. Oh, I, and I forgot I Vision. Did I? I don't I feel. Oh, you said Vision. No, I don't I did, feel okay. like it's that out there of a cast. That said, I think it. I mean, sure, I'll check it out. But I, I, I'm just a little surprised at like everyone freaking out. And I'm like, no, this is all like you got a Captain America, a Thor, an Iron Man, Vision, and Hulk who go way back. Captain Marvel. Like, it's pretty classic. How are people freaking out that it's like a, a unique, like a weird team? Or yeah, like, like they're just like yeah. acting like this is some novel. Con- and I'm like, no, like if you're excited for it, great. I It sounds cool. I'm definitely going to try it. It's just like that's the regular people, right? Like See, they're all my, regulars. <laughs> in my opinion, like I, and like I have a backlog. So it'll be a while before I read this. And if it's good, people mm-hmm. recommend it. Great. But I think it's kind of like a boring lineup. If you ask me, it's like, oh, and I saw like these are the new Avengers. Like, oh, all right, so pretty much everyone that's been a part of the Avengers for the past like fifty <laughs> to forty years, you know, yeah, it's like it, if we got the MCU lineup of the X Men, it was just like the Fox, except we swapped like I don't know uh, Storm for Beast in the first line. Like it didn't feel anything like it's a little bit. They've all been on the teams at different times, but this to me, like the ones that I loved when I was either a kid or even the past few years of like, oh, this felt new was when they did new Avengers and you had like Wolverine on there and Spider Man, Luke Cage, like, oh, this is cool. This is like really. New, new the personalities. New Avengers, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. The new Avengers. I love that roster. And the one that they did a couple of years ago, I was a fan of. And the run was, uh, what was it? Uh, okay, so I pulled it up here. It was Vision. It was Miss Marvel. It was Miles Morales, Spider Man, Nova. I liked Nova in there. Uh, Tony Stark, because he always has to be around. Jane Foster and Sam. And that's when Sam and Jane Foster were getting on. And that was like a man, <laughs> there's so much like yeah. new dynamics here and weird. So this was just like, I, th- I think it's a cool old classic one. And I wonder if it kind of parallels a lot of what we might get in the upcoming movies but i thought the lineup was just kind of all right that's fine that's the avengers nothing nothing new i would forget about it next week what i'll say is this just reading aaron's run of it i mean i he's jumped the shark a lot in recent like really like it's gotten pretty weird and pretty wild at that point and some people say all right it's 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 we need to start bringing it back so out of the ones that are from the current team black panther has been the leader until fairly recently he has lost his leadership role for for reasons um but of the people that are new to from aaron's run vision scarlet witch and captain america sam wilson are 
going to be new to this team from Aaron's run. So yes, it is. It is not like like you said that that was a pretty wild team in the sense of like very interesting, not just ages but legacy characters yeah. at that point. Yes, I would say I would agree with you, Travis, that this isn't the most like, oh, th- this is going to be a heck of a team or stuff like that. I mean, there's some great powerhouses. There's some good, great characters. It's just not, It's it, I understand what you're saying, is not the most exciting when it comes down to it. So. Yeah, and it doesn't mean it can't be bad. I equate this mm-hmm. to like, this is like a nice warm chicken soup, you know, where it's like, mm-hmm. you know what it is. You How like about it pizza and stuff flavor? Like what kind of pizza could, are we talking it about? It could be pizza, but it's just a classic cheese. There's nothing, it's not like when you go and see like the... I don't know, Barbarian Barbecue Deluxe Extravaganza. You're like, what is that? I'm going to try that out because what could be in there? Or is it cheese pizza? You can still like the cheese pizza, but you know. Always with the food. Always. You know, Chris brought it up. Actually, I did the chicken soup first. But like, yeah. yeah, but like, I, like Vision and Scarlet Witch is like, okay, we know what we're getting there. Like Salmon Cap off uh, and Salmon Iron Man. We know like, a little bit, obviously, Steve and Tony have the bigger relationship but still you get enough of their dynamic that we know what's that like same thing i feel like we know enough of chichal's relationship with tony same with captain and tony. like they did a whole it's not the greatest and then the greatest but like civil war 2 was based on captain marvel and iron man right like that was them at odds so it's just like yeah, we've we done talk about that series <laughs> i will always defend it and i liked the concept i liked the minority report-esque where we were starting yes. and then it just started to very take a notice dive but i liked where we're going and i don't think it's out of the realm of possibility we'll see that in the MCU one day, heavily, heavily adapted, but I still think there's a chance. I don't. What I remember, that's no. I like. I didn't like it either. But you know what? I've only read it once. Maybe I need to revisit it sometime. I just think the idea of, Maybe. like I said, it's Minority Report of you had this, you know, Inhuman or Mutant, and that's something you do with the X Men. Such like, a bad look for Carol, though. Oh yeah, but like that's. I think they're trying to go for the Tony and the Cap and switch around, but like the concept of. This mutant can see the future and see bad things happen, but do we stop it before or do you let it happen? I think there is a great morality tale there. That's why I think you could just do that story and maybe have another another go at it. The concept's there. Execution was just missing. That's what I think. Yeah. So we'll see how this goes. Again, this premieres in May. Like I said, Aaron's currently wrapping up his run with his Avengers Forever and Multiverse Avengers going on. I mean, like I said, if Brent, when you get to it, <laughs> I'm going to be very curious in your thoughts. I mean... Yeah, we'll we'll see. Yeah, um, <laughs> like I've read a little bit of of his of his Avengers, but it started going off like in a cast I just didn't care as much about, and so I just yeah. didn't read as much. But hey, he got to tell his story. I'll t- I'll give him that. At least let him do that. All right. So our last story, um, as award season gets, Marvel Studios, namely. Angela Bassett has been nominated for Best Supporting Actress as a role of Queen Ramonda in Black Panther Wakanda Forever. This is the first acting nomination that the MCU has garnered at this point. Um, She is definitely in the favorite category. This is her second nomination Mm -hmm. uh, uh, in her career. Her first one was uh, being nominated for Best Actress in 1993's What's Love Got to Do With It. didn't and win. Uh, didn't win, so didn't, win. Big, didn't yeah. win, yeah. So she's nominated alongside the whales on um, Hung Chow, the Banshee of Irish of Irishans, uh Carrie Ish, Condon, yeah. and uh both Jamie Lee Curtis and Stephanie Hisu for everything everywhere all at once. Um she's definitely I from you know, she's she's cleaned up in awards that she has been nominated for uh, uh, on this year at this point, but 
I'm I'm pulling it for her for whatever it is. Um, Wakanda Forever did not get Best Picture this year. Um, It did get nominations for Best Costume Design, Best Makeup and Hairstyling, and Best Visual Effects. And Rihanna was also earned a nomination for Lift Me Up Single, which played during the credits of the movie. Yeah, no score for Ludwig again. That was kind of what well, people thought that might happen. But yeah, it's her award. It, it's over. I'm with All in the Game here where Stephanie Shu is her main competition. Mm-hmm. I think Stephanie Shu is still young enough that they, to me, the difference is because there's many things about the Oscars. One of them, there's three things primarily. The performance, how you play the game, and your whole career. And that's mm-hmm. where I think Bassett is. There's lots of people that win Oscars that are, and I, I think it's still deserving. It's a great performance. But there's a lot of people that win Oscars that are, hey, we've never honored this person they're very talented they've never gotten any trouble over the years they've been straight and narrow they're a good person good actor actress let's honor them i think that's what bassett is getting here but it's still a huge thing for not just marvel studios just marvel in general because to me what should have happened years ago was whether it was stewart or hugh jackman those two should have got nominated for logan the fact that that didn't happen to me was a film crime and in my opinion it should happen in 2018 michael b jordan he should have got nominated for killmonger mm-hmm. i thought he was fantastic as that so i think it's her um yeah i i, I think that it's it's kind of a done deal i think unfortunately with the oscars this year for them a lot of the acting categories are like already done like it's one of these things that the problem is when you oscars are so far away and there's all these awards it happens but uh yeah, it's deserving and it's gonna be great and uh it's a great thing for marvel to join dc because kudos to them they've done it with only jokers so far but they have they have done it, done before. it a couple times yeah yeah, yeah <laughs> so maybe someone that's not a joker will win one day but yeah I, i'll do what i always do i'll see who won when i see it announced on twitter and that'll be that i I won't watch it i i never watch the oscars i just don't care that much but the the people who make the movies do care so oh, yeah for mm-hmm. for her sake exactly. especially for marvel's sake yeah it'd be nice to win to get some wins especially you know like an above the line win so oh, yeah. Yeah. like getting one of the big sure. ones that would be a big deal All right. Well, that is all the news. So we're going to take our final ad break as we get into listener feedback, Factor Fiction's comic book club. So uh, listeners, as you know, these ads help keep the lights on the Geek Ultimate Alliance network. We we don't get to choose what ads come on. They can be a bit loud. Give it a three count before they come on. Three, two, one. We'll be right back. And we are back. So uh, what do we got for questions? Uh, First up from DC Outlaw, do you think any of the new Avengers will retire by the end of Zero Wars, like we had with Steve and Tony in Endgame? Uh, I'm thinking the remaining OG Avengers are likely to retire, but then after that, characters like Yelena, Sam, Shang-Chi, Kate, Kate Bishop, Scarlet Witch, or other characters who've recently been introduced or taken the spotlight, do you think they'll end by Phase 6? I was going to say, does retirement count as death as well? I, I, I'm actually going to say yes because he counts Tony, and yeah. I think yeah. let's let's slightly reframe it to the actors retiring. Fact mm-hmm. for me, it's like a, I know it's not fact or fiction, but I just think it's like I think Ruffalo's time. He's going to get that solo film now. Probably come to an end. Thor, like I said, I could see them. It sounds crazy, but maybe somehow squeezing in a Thor five if they want Secret Wars to be his ending. But even then, maybe they'll end them in Secret Wars. So I, I think there's a couple. Yeah, fact. Yeah, for sure. Like Shang Chi, like I don't know, Simu Liu. You know, he's he's only had the one appearance. I I don't think he necessarily would be done no. that fast. But he's here for another five years. You look at someone years. like Elizabeth Olsen or uh, Anthony Mackie, like mm. people like that who have been around for a long time, but are now getting pushed into the spotlight. Yeah, I could see either of them. You know, I I, I mean, again, not that I want them to, but I could see either of them deciding. Yep. You know, it, it's it's been long enough. 
And again, no one's ever really gone. They could be done, take a break for five to six years, then come back for a cameo, something like that, you know? Yeah, I would agree. I think there's going to be some... I don't know if it's going to be a lot, but yeah, I think I think there's definitely strong possibility of some. Tom Hiddleston, I think he is going to be. I mean, he will have done so much by then. Hell, but. if it counts, Tom Holland, you know, like I I think that like yeah. if that trilogy yeah, is done no. between them, the handoff to Miles potentially, like that I could see that. I think you're right with Hiddleston. I think I think Secret Wars will actually be like the finally done done with Loki. Like I think that'll be his actual song song. But I could see Holland being done too in this. Uh, it's tough. It's tricky because I know the, that's always the rumors, right? They're doing another trilogy, so maybe a trilogy wouldn't work with uh, their timeline, but we'll see. So uh, still from DC Outlaw, you know, maybe a similar vein, but the other side of the coin, who do you think will be uh, at the forefront of the MCU going into the King Dynasty? Uh, it says going into the King Dynasty and after Secret Wars. I, I would, right off the bat, I'd say Sam and Shang-Chi, uh, I say, Ooh. are definitely going to be at the forefront. Leading yeah. into it, sure. Who yeah. who is your yeah, I'll do this one though. Who's your trilogy then, Chris? Like so if the last one was Thor, Cap, and Iron Man. Like I know Black Widow they yeah. were talking about, but that was, they were their MCU Trinity. So you got Sung okay. Chi and Sam. Who would be your third? I would Curry. say Steven. Or uh, Strange, Steve, right? Not I'm, like, yet. I'm like Rogers. <laughs> He's back. I could see sure I could see Shuri. It's I would like that. I would like that. It's just when you keep on seeing Feige saying that St- Steven's going to be the the kind yeah, of that's more true. of our leader at that point, I think it's a little early for Shuri. I think she's definitely capable. But, um, I mean, I partially thought Yelena, but I just don't know that doesn't seem to be – it's going to have to be more based off what we see in Thunderbolts with her. Yeah. Strange, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch is one I could see retiring also at the end yep. of Secret Wars. True. You know, like he's definitely done. He, by that time, he will have two, maybe a third, room, possibly rumored fast track movie. Yeah. So, plus his other appearances. So, I mean, I could see him wanting to be done as well. Um, Trying to trying to think of who else like Shuri, Sam, like they. Yeah. I got one that has been mentioned. That's my part of my Trinity. Yeah, because I got Sam, and then I got Doctor Strange as well, and then Carol Danvers. That's the other one I think. I can see Carol because okay. I think Sung She can kind of lead the next. I know it sounds weird, like booking, like oh, pass to that, but there's gonna still be hopefully if it's all I fully believe for fatigue, whatever. No, there will be an MCU after Secret Wars. You're still gonna need. I know people go, oh, they're gonna reboot it all. There might be a soft reboot, but you're still gonna want to keep some characters. I could see Sung Chi being the next kind of leader of that trinity right now. The same way Sam wasn't the leader of the first, but he's transitioned into you know four to six being that. I could see Sung Chi being this introduction, and then like a seven to nine, seven to ten, it being Sung Chi won the leader. So that's why I'm going Carol, uh, Strange, yeah, and okay. Sam. That's my three. If Marvel yeah, had a like full that. full creative control, I think. Spider-Man would be one yes, of them. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, I don't think they can do that though. While Sony can just pull the plug if they get mad, mm-hmm. um, and you know, just because people expect expect it to be said on this show, Daredevil is obviously going to be leading them all. So we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> and, I mean, Daredevil is going to be the savior of Secret Wars, right? Like he's really known for his multiversal antics. So <laughs> there's going to be a moment where every character gets blind, and he's like, "I've done this before." Be <laughs> you're fine. in my you're in my area yeah. now. <laughs> but no, I do want to shout all the games completely right. Would have been Chachala, Captain yes. Marvel, Strange. Yes. Whatever the combo yes. is, Chachala would have been. I've always said this that there is a reason in. Port- 
portals, the first person you see walk out of a portal is Chadwick Boseman. Because at that point, I think they were like, this is, look at this guy. He is going to be the one leading the next. He would be, if there was like a two for like Iron Man and Cap, it would be Black Panther and somebody else. It was, I think it was always going to be T'Challa and then unfortunately passed. And we do have a new Black Panther, but no matter what you want to say, I don't think sure he has It's not the same, same, no. Yeah, it's not the same. And even not the same connection of like, he went to Civil War, to Infinity War. Sure, he was around, but yeah, T'Challa, and I honestly think T'Challa would have been like the top, like the top dog and then descending. I was completely convinced of that, of that exact three strange Marvel Black Panther, T'Challa. I was completely convinced they were going to be the new leaders of the MCU going forward. We may still get two of them, but it won't Mm -hmm. be the same. Everyone gets blinded, and that's when Ben Affleck comes through the portal. Oh, I'm yeah, in. Just, Sign yeah. me up. I'm and in. And then for it's it. a hallway scene of Cogs and Ben Affleck just kicking <laughs> I, guys back I and forth. I'm so into it. Yes, yes. I. That's fine with me. I, I dig it. I love it. You hear that? C train, and then the C train comes out of the portal too. <laughs> and, and then you get Toby. Toby come out and said. And I forgot the part where that's my problem. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just if Bullseye shows up, he wants his bloody costume. So, oh exactly. man, I, I that would be talking about Black Bull getting his like fan service comic costume. That would be so great if somehow Colin Farrell wasn't Secret Wars <laughs> yes. in a Bullseye costume. <laughs> oh my gosh! Please give it to me, please. Yeah. Oh, oh man. So. All right, we did have a question from Amari Daniels. Uh, for what if season two, would you want to see entirely new stories and characters, or do you want to see some of the elements from season one carried into season two? Uh, Omari wants to see more of Strange Supreme. I say I'm, we're getting a little bit of both. Yeah, and that's what I want, a little bit of both. I don't need a complete cut. I don't need everything to be exactly the same. Like, oh, a sequel, sequel. I think like uh, half, 60-40. I'm happy with that. I, I, I want to ask a question about Strange Supreme, but my answer is like, Right there with you guys. I I want to see some. We know like Captain Carter's coming back. I want to see some of them return. I would yeah. be very happy to get totally new characters as well. Strange Supreme, because I've seen debate about this. Mm-hmm. Is the Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness uh, that he has like the musical battle with? Is yeah. that supposed to be Strange Supreme? No, no. It's not. We, we had th- we had we had a lot of theories that they were bringing you. him in, but no, it is not. I've suddenly I, started seeing this, and I'm like, that's not the same character. But I was like, am I missing something? Like I was seeing it so much. I think they on purpose in that first teaser made it look like that because I they, completely yes, agree with that. With the dark, and I think they let us speculating like, oh man, got really excited, and I still like what we got. Great, like fun character. I love the fight, but I think on purpose they got that going to feel like, Thank oh, you. that okay. is connecting. But I still hope we see Strange Supreme one day because he's like we've only got a few episodes of him and he's I know it's like Strange adjacent but he's one of my favorite characters like he's like he is our Strange but just the dark side version of it and that's what I hope we you know he had a little bit of a uh, comeback at the end of What If like as far as being a bit more of a do better yeah. so yeah but I'd love more stories with him yeah fair enough so. all right so factor fictions from last week. Let them pulled up. All right, number one. You know, might as well. You're you're here. I'm glad you're here for this. Mm. Ralph Boner will appear in Agatha: Coven of Chaos. Eighty-one percent said fact. Nineteen percent said fiction. So in the recorded version that never got seen, I popped on the video, shook my head. No, I was more saying no <laughs> yes, because <sir>. no, Ralph <laughs> Boner. But I think so. We've heard him. Up, there's also been rumors with him appearing in Wonder Man because Ralph Boner is an actor. So uh, I, I, I could believe it. I, I could see that. I just, 
Yeah, I don't. I don't want. I, I don't want it. I want. I, I don't need the joke to keep going, but I could see it happening, and I hope they just just give this guy a better role. He just want a Golden Globe, Emmy soon, stuff like that, you know. But I, I hope they bring him back, and Iron Man turns him into a villain. That's what I want. Just great. Bug all do of it. you. Yeah. No, Bob has got a better idea for that. They do a mirror dimension fight scene from No Way Home, but on the top of the sea train. Perfect. <laughs> there you go. That, that's even better. I sorry, I had to call that. That was oh, very no, clever. Uh, number two, prior to Secret Wars, Avengers Endgame will be re-released in theaters. 48% said fact, 52% said fiction. This would be a first for Marvel Studios re-releasing a movie. Yeah, I think I'm on the fiction side too. I think that's more likely to happen at a 10-year anniversary, I think, which I don't know. That would be a couple years after, but that's when I could see the Endgame re-release happening is at 2029. That's what mm-hmm. my thinking is. All right, and number three, the MCU will make more at the box office in 2023 than it did in 2022. For context, 2022 made $2.5 billion, counting No Way Home re-release, $850 million average per 2023 project. It is a tie. Oh, They can't decide. Travis, think, break the tie. Yeah, I'm a fiction, because I just don't... Uh, one of my factor fictions has to do with that. I just don't see this having the same play as the other ones. Now, you never know. There can be a surprise. Guardians could hit very well with the emotionality. You got Ant-Man, maybe that'll quick kick up. You know, Marvel's the first one's kept... Well, Captain Marvel, billion-dollar film. But I just... I don't see it. I don't see it. I think uh, I think 2022 has it, so... Yeah. So All right. Uh, so who did we decide? Travis, are you ready? I'm or? going, yeah. All and right. that, that leads me into, that's a good segue into my first All one. Right. Here's like a good realistic, easy one, I feel like, but we'll see. The Marvels will have the lowest MCU box office for 2023. Ooh. So I think it's a little bit of controversial because the first one had a billion, but a lot of people say, mm-hmm. well, they had a billion because of Infinity War and the Endgame lead and yet da, 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 da. So that's what I'm saying. You got Guardians. You got Ant-Man with Kang, and, you know, it's the first MCU movie of the year. For, and it's really the first big movie since Avatar. And so, China. Yeah, and you got China and stuff like that. I don't think the Marvels will get China. I just have a feeling. Um, so, yeah, that's that's my—and I'm a fact on it. I, I don't know. I'm waiting to see what the hook is with the Marvels to get everyone together. Now, if people say, oh, it's all the three of them being together, as we talked about earlier— Miss Marvel, lowest rate MCU show, and I don't think anyone remember if you say, "Oh, Maria Rambo or Monica Rambo." The GA won't. I don't think she's a draw yet. So till I see a trailer, and I don't think they have like a Kang or like something like that. Maybe I'll change my tune. But as of right now, what we know, I'm saying it's uh, it'll be a fact the lowest. Will they all cross 800 million? Uh, that's tough. I think two of the three for sure. Marvels is the one I question. Honestly, it's. Okay, so oh, even Ant Man, yeah. Your no, your so. prediction is the Marvels will be the lowest grossing of the three, right? Yeah, no, that's gonna bomb or do bad. Just so, like it's gonna be third place. I'm it's gonna, gonna be say the fact, but it is hard, like that. It is hard to say just because like we've seen the most of Ant Man and yep. we've seen some footage of Guardians. And we haven't we've seen, seen a frame of the Marvels exactly. So, but I, I do, I, I think the others are, I think Ant-Man is being set up to be pretty big. Um, mm-hmm. I think Guardians is going to be the biggest of the year. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll go for, I'll go a fact with you. That's what I'm doing yeah. now. If we had a trailer, not, not as risky of a fact or fiction, but sight unseen, that's what makes it risky. So that trailer could come out and be like, oh my God, look at this movie, you know? Rumors of a trailer dropping on the big game. Is that for a Cap- rumor? For the Marvels? Rumor. Oh, I didn't hear about that. Rumor. 
Did Joe we'll tell see. you that? No. <laughs> that means if Joe's, they do Joe, that, Joe. <laughs> there could be two Marvel trailers in front of Ant-Man at the movies. That would be a lot yeah. of fun for me, but my wife will spend the whole time covering her eyes and ears up. Because so. yeah, I guess <laughs> last year we got Multiverse of Madness. So yeah, one Marvel, one would make sense. You're going to get Marvel, and I think you're going to get Indy. I think those are the two for Disney, I feel like. Because Indy, I think they want to push big time. So Yeah, but yeah, I'm also, I'm also a fact. Again, oh. I'm with you. It's not going to bomb, but I could see it instead of reaching $800 million, it'd be in the 700s. Mm-hmm. So. All right, so let's tie some other stuff we're talking about. We're always talking about Daredevil and we're rocking Daredevil shirt tonight. So, other than Daredevil, a Netflix hero will appear in Spider-Man 4. Don't tease me now. Now, obviously, I'm not saying it doesn't have a supporting role. This could be a cameo, end credit. We've heard lots of rumors of Jessica Jones, John Berthold, all this stuff. Clarification. A hero or do supporting characters count? Yeah, Yeah, no, I... I... Like, does Foggy count? Uh, yeah, uh, th- no, let's go hero because that 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 key could just be on the side. Let's go a hero, so you could have a Jessica Jones, you could have, or you could have a you know the new Iron Fist with Jessica Henwick. We've heard rumors of her come back. That's my. <laughs> I my was backed either way. <laughs> I just wanted to torture you. Oh yeah, I'm uh, a fiction, but I really want Birthmall because I I'm a sucker because the animated series and what I read later on of Spider Man and Punisher. Plus, I just feel like it would be great. Imagine, I don't think it would happen, but just Punisher or like Peter and Matt having to even work with Punisher a little bit to take down Fisk. If Fisk does end up being the bad guy, I think there'd be some there'd be some fun there. Birthnall and Holland are friends, so hi, I don't think it's time, gonna happen. First but. time meeting us. Uh, that's only like the exact movie that I've been calling for since yeah, before yeah. No Way Home. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Birthnall, I just want to hear him go. You can't protect your women, Red. It's yeah. it's Spider Man <laughs> and Daredevil versus the Kingpin with a little bit of Punisher thrown in. That's that's what I say. So, uh, but yeah, I, 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 I'm a fan. Ha- Heart wants it. I don't see it right now, but the mm. heart wants it. So I, a reason I think it might actually be like if the Kingpin and Daredevil rumors are true, mm. uh, they're basically coming out of Born Again and going. Sony has always had for, like part of the deal is you know you have somebody from Marvel in these movies to help bolster it up. You know it's a team up. Like we got all those solo Spider-Man movies. These are the team up Spider-Man movies over here. I actually do think that would make sense, but let's 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 be honest. So like Daredevil, Charlie Cox's Daredevil is not as big of a deal as say Benedict mm-hmm. Cumberbatch as, as Doctor Strange writer. Samuel L. Jackson is Nick Fury. Well, granted, it wasn't Nick Fury, but you know what I mean. It's not as big of a character there. Of course, Iron Man in the first one, but if you had Charlie Cox's Daredevil and Jessica Jones or and the Punisher or something like that. Now you're getting to be a little bit more of a story there that they can tell around it. So, yeah, yeah I, I'm still going fact. I'm I th- willing this into existence. I a thousand agree. I a thousand agree. I a thousand percent agree with your Three thousand. You love it. Three thousand. I, I see so many people that say, oh, well, they'd have Fisk and Daredevil. That would be like their characters. And like it I is. They need a little more. They need a little more because that's no people I think are bringing their love for the characters and where they are in the combo realm. But for the mainstream. Even though it's Nick Fury, that's Samuel Jackson playing Nick Fury. You know, it's Downey as uh, Tony Stark. It's Doctor Strange played by Benedict Cumberbatch. And even then, those characters, Charlie Cox isn't the biggest name. Vincent D'Onofrio isn't the biggest name. Like, they're names, but they're not like those other people that have led films and stuff like that. So I think the more you could pepper in, I'm going to say fiction because I don't think so. Even though there could be something, because maybe it's a different hero that we don't meet, like a white tiger or something. But, uh, yeah. That's gonna be Sony's pitch. Like we we let they had two Spider Men in there. We had all the Sinister Six, even though it's our movie. Like there's so much. What are we getting for the next Spider Man? Huh? How many heroes are we gonna get? 
All right, what's your right, third? You're a fiction. You're a fiction, right? Yeah, it was, I, yeah. I, I got to. This is you know, I'm still in Fallen Game. I'm, you know, sorry, DC Alliance. Don't listen to this, but I I think this is a good question. I want to get your guys' opinion. Will three MCU movies outgross the four DCU movies? Uh, Which the four DC movies are? Well, Aquaman's the one I was yeah. forgetting, and then Shazam, Flash, and Blue Beetle. I'm gonna say fiction because I just have in my mind that Flash and Aquaman perform very well, especially Flash and Shazam. I don't think so. I've been saying this for a while. I think Shazam's gonna finish exactly where it was. Blue Beetle is another outlier where it's like that could also finish Shazam numbers or it could um, be a breakout hit. But in my opinion, even if Aquaman and uh, Flash are both 800 million, Shazam and Blue Beetle could be another 800 million together so that's why i think with just the number of films it was three no shot but i think i think dc will pull it out on flash and aquaman i think that's what will happen the rest will help pump it up a little yeah just in, just four, four four against three at this point yeah, yeah it's 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 hard to argue just based on that alone i think i agree but it, it's so close because frankly it I, I'm someone like I'm looking forward to the second Shazam movie. I, I thought the first one was a blast. I think the second one looks fun. I don't think it's gonna do that much though, mm-hmm. right? Like I don't. It, I I never felt like it had like uh, its Netflix moment where it hit this, a streaming service yeah. and just blew up. So like mm-hmm. all the people that slept on it originally, I think are still sleeping on it, and so it's not like they came circled back around to it. So I don't see that one doing well. Aquaman is going to be, I think is going to be huge. Jason Momoa, that guy's a star. The first movie did really well. You know, it was a lot of fun. I I think that they're going to lean into that for the second one. So Aquaman, Aquaman of all the comic book movies, frankly, it wouldn't surprise me if that was the highest grossing movie comic book wise of the year. I mean, coming off of what it is, I do think it's set up better than Captain Marvel would be because for whatever reason, call it, you know, just be real here. Brie Larson has an awful lot of detractors. Now, I would argue that it's not in good faith, but they're still out there, so they're not going to do much. Whereas Jason Momoa doesn't seem to have that. Everybody loves mm. Jason Momoa, right? Plus, it's in that December slot where No Way Home. And that Avatar, December like, slot is huge. Force, mm-hmm. like December since Force Awakens 2015, December has proven like that is if you put a movie there, it's going to make good money. So that's where it's like it's in that slot again. So. Yeah. So, so yeah, I I think I think DC, I think the DC movies combined will outgross the others. It flashes a wild card. Um, <laughs> oh yeah. But I mean, I think the, unintended. The I, I but, think the only thing with Flash where I could give the scale to Marvel is just that Flash comes out in a very awful month with Indiana Jones and Spider. Like it has so much in that month that it could right. eat up the box office. So that's the only kind of asterisk I give it of why Marvel could win. If Flash like does well for its first two weeks and then boom, it just like the floor gets taken out from under it because there's so so many movies coming on that summer slot. Like indie to me is going to be huge. I think, like, and I don't know. Like, I'm not saying billion dollar movie. But I'd say like enough that that will be the opening week. And I don't know about Spider Verse. I think there's Transformers out that month too. And that's like those are big. Yeah, movies it's loaded. Too, you know? June June is completely stacked. Yeah. It's there's we'll the be going Flash, to the theaters all month. Flash is going to have to do. It, let's put it this way: if, if Flash only does. I'm gonna say only only does like five to six hundred. Then uh, then no. At that point, I would I might switch and say I don't think DC is gonna yep. top them. Mm-hmm. I think it's really gonna come down to Flash and Aquaman. And mm-hmm. uh, like you said, Blue Beetle and Shazam maybe combined they'll equal one of the others. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. Good question. Good question. Man, it's All a right. stacked year though. Oh, just yeah. for comic book movies, it's a stacked year. I mean, don't forget we got Craven in October. So. 
And you got shows. You got shows too. Oh, you know? yeah. so. All the shows. All right. So obviously we got a little action of this in No Way Home. We got another Spider-Man question. We got a little action of this in No Way Home. And a lot of people go, ah, we're probably not going to see this character again. Probably not going to see this villain again. So why not get a variation of it? Why not do one of my personal favorites? Why not do, uh, I got on this somewhere around here. I was just reading it recently. Uh, will we see the hobgoblin in the next spider-man trilogy not specifying which person just that yeah, <laughs> yeah. sometimes we don't even know who yeah. the person yeah, is exactly i mean that's part could of the be kingsley of could be ned leeds and i wish they would do that like a two-parter like a mystery but will we see the hobgoblin because that's always been the thing like mcu wants to do different characters than sony could you it's- imagine if they did that though hobgoblin in like movie one and they don't ever say who it is until movie two like that'd be who the so actor. good that'd, that'd be, be so, so much fun and that, knowing you could do in one movie just have him as like a supporting villain so you don't have to reveal it but that's what I'm saying. Like, will we see S-Bubs. it? S-Bub calling for the Grey Goblin. The Grey Goblin, baby. Yes, that's who we need. The Grey Goblin. Let's get some people pregnant. Get some sins pass going on here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. I'm the guy that doesn't oh, hate God. that story the way everyone else does, but... How do you yes. not? Norman and Gwen have an affair together. <laughs> one one more day. One this more day broke me. One, one more day, day broke more me. than that. Like, it do, it's not, it's not going to... No, oh, one more day broke that me. That one's more egregious than me. Besides. It came out basically, yeah, but it's all Norman. He basically manipulates her into it. Like so, I'm and, happy and, they retconned it that it was just if, in his mind. Oh God, thank God they retconned it. <laughs> yeah. My goodness, that was that was probably right. the best so part of not, Nick Spencer's yeah. run. Jeez, yeah, whatever. Hobgoblin is he coming in the next three movies? Fact. I, I say yes. I'm a fiction. I feel like they're still gonna stay away from the goblin. I want it. I love Hobgoblin so much, but I feel like they might get cold feet and just feel or Sony might have some idea to do like a hobgoblin solo movie but like better yet gold goblin (laughs) yeah i i'm a fiction i think they'll stay away from the goblins for this trilogy maybe miles gets a hobgoblin but um i want it i really do i want any goblins but i'm gonna be fiction on the crossover we did a few weeks ago Somebody brought up, like, what do you want from uh, the new Spider-Man movies? Do you want them to, like, do we want to have an MCU Dr. Octopus, an MCU Green Goblin, et cetera? And I said, what I, a movie I would really like them to do is a gang war movie. You know, yes, I want my street heroes in there teaming up with him. Hobgoblin is often involved in yes. those gang war stories because he's usually somebody's like enforcer or whatever until he double crosses them and gets beat up. But <laughs> hey, I, not only do I think we will see Hobgoblin, I think they will do like a full goblin costume more than the Power Ranger suit we got from Defoe or, you know, just the hood that we got. Well, again, mm-hmm. from Defoe, I think we'll get like a full goblin thing. I, I always thought Corvus Glaive, like the way they did that character in Infinity War, he like that design could have made a good goblin. Oh, yeah. Just mix up the colors. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I've just I've just always wondered like suit wise, how you know what Tom Holland's mask, they have the eyes move because it's electrons. I always wonder like how do they explain like the skin 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 tight costume? You know, like how do you how do you do that and make it look good? I know it might just be CGI, but I I wanna always know like what would be the practical reason in the world, you know? So Well, I mean in homecoming, like they show it being on all super loose and stuff, and then he hits a button and it tightens up around him. Yeah, true. And I guess so, you do that. The, I, so, the, just, so the so mouth. the back to the fe- so the back to the future shoelaces thing? Yeah, exactly. yeah, and I just, I, I feel like for me, I, it's all wish casting. I want them to bring Spider-Man back down to the street level. He is a super rare character in that he truly does work in like the street level or the cosmic storylines. Like he's all over, he fits all over the map. But I feel like they've been going bigger from Homecoming to Far From Home to No Way Home. Let's and I, how do you get much bigger than No Way Home, right? Plus, of course, his stuff with Infinity War. 
I'd like them to bring him back down to the street level. And the Hobgoblin would would fit that. So yeah, maybe not the next movie because we just got a Green Goblin. But within three more movies of them, yeah, yeah, I think they would. Yeah. All right. I will post those on Sunday afternoon, so be on the lookout for that. And uh, let us conclude the episode with uh, looking at continuing our journey into the Spider-Verse with Spider-Verse number one. So... uh, it, I'd almost forgotten about what they were doing with this uh, kind of, you know, out, not necessarily one shot, but the, the series at this point, looking into the actual Spider-Verse and um, diving into these different Spider characters, including a few which we saw in the trailer for Across the Spider-Verse. So this is where I'm going to point out, I'm not a huge fan of like anthology style, you know, like it's issue 1000 and we're going to have like 20 pages of your main story. And then like 17 stories of like three and four pagers and things like, Mm -hmm. like it's not usually my style. And I used to read them because I bought the issue and I felt like I should, frankly, the last year when a couple of those popped up on Marvel and I was reading them on Marvel unlimited, I just skipped most of that stuff. So this isn't like my cup of tea overall for this story. That said, it is still kind of fun to like see just a little bit more of some of the spiders that we'll see in the mm-hmm. main Spider-Verse storyline. And if you go all the way towards the back with that uh, black and white story, oh it my does gosh, that was, crack that was me the up jam. the way he's like, oh my gosh, like it, you're moving so slow. You keep repeating yourself time. It's taking so long. And you're like, of course, because it's from the newspaper strip. So of course everything is so slow because you only get like two or three panels a day. <laughs> they, they had to relive. The first panel was the reliving of the last panel from the previous one. I love how Moreland's just getting so frustrated with it and saying, never send me back here. This was ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, that like, that one was clever and well done. And, it, frankly, none of these are really bad. The, there's one that's, like, super cartoony art style that doesn't really work for me as much. But I, I, I did like I did like this the the, the the steampunk. That, um, I think, is the the overall highlight of the, like, that was the best, like, real story. Yeah, that that was cool. I love the art style. I love the kind of takeoffs of you know Norman and um, it, you know who, uh, what, what was her name? What do we call? Uh, you mean who, May? Who is she? I know it's May, but the well, like Lady Spider, but yeah, Lady Spider, yeah. So, but I love the costume. I love the 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 tentacles. It harkens back to the Iron Spider, Electro. Like it, it, it I was you're right. That is the highlight of the. Of the issue, so, um, but yeah, we I did I did kind of chuckle at the Spider-Man in late for a date, kind of like an advertisement. <laughs> the, the one pager where he kills Morland kills him, <laughs> kills yeah. him, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so we've got a another issue with this before we head back to mainline uh, Amazing Spider-Man number number uh, ten. So again, our next issue is Spider-Verse number two. So we will uh, see what kind of other ideas we get into with this at that point so all right well that is the uh end of volume number 148 uh travis as always thank you for uh joining us and uh jumping in Uh, i hope you all enjoyed our looking back at our predictions Mm -hmm. uh this episode i definitely had a good time with that get to revel in how wrong we were all you know that's fine of course that's all right It's the fun part of that too. But uh, honestly, would you really want to be able to predict all of it? I don't. Absolutely. Yeah. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. I have to. My show, my show, solo show, Brent, as you literally called Travis, told you, I have to vouch myself on that. 
I'll always have Oscar <laughs> Isaac as Moon Knight. I'll always have that. You, you can find you me at Travis B. Snail, uh, talking a bunch about this kind of geek stuff and Marvel, DC, whatever it may be. And uh, if you're a wrestling fan, I'll be probably watching, tweeting about wrestling. So there you go. All right. Brett? Uh, yeah, Brent Tech Prime, Twitter, TikTok. Those are still the only socials I'm on as of now anyway. Yes. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter, Chris Balga. You can follow me on my other show, World's Finest True Believers, at Finest Believers. New episode is dropping uh, this Sunday. It is a big first for World's Finest True Believers. We will be looking at our very first manga. A returning oh. guest has chosen a manga at that one, a very celebrated manga series. Previews dropping uh, on Friday at that point, so I hope you all enjoy that. Uh, you can follow this show on Twitter, at Marvel A Podcast. You can Email the show at marvelalliancepodcast at gmail.com. You can follow the Geekled Middle Alliance Network on Twitter at GWA Pod Network. Feel free to tweet, email if you want to provide feedback, factor fictions, questions. All the DMs are open. Uh, continue to rate and review Marvel Alliance on the on Apple Podcast, Spotify, uh, Amazon Prime, any, oh, Amazon, Amazon Podcast, whatever. Prime, yeah, we're on video too. Um, <laughs> and uh, whatever podcatcher choice may be. Thank you all for listening. Thank you all for joining us in the chat. Stay safe out there, everyone. And as Stan the Man would say, Excelsior, true believers. All right, post-credits discussion tonight, gentlemen. Uh, Marvel's boss, Kevin Feige, responds to superhero fatigue concerns. So while guesting on the Movie Business Podcast, Brent is, interestingly enough, before this broke, he... he um, Gave me kind of a heads up about this. It's a short one. It's a short list. And what is it, about 30 minutes, Brent? Uh, it's even less than that. Yeah, yeah less it than that. It wasn't long. wasn't long Feige's at all. Feige's time is vital. He's, you can't exactly. give but out people. He, you know? But he, the host of this, he actually knows Feige, and he's been good friends with Feige, so definitely had it in with that. But the key question of this, on the question of superhero fatigue, and Kevin Feige said... I've been at Marvel Studios for 22 years now, over 22 years, and most of us here at Marvel Studios have been around a decade or longer together. And from probably my second year at Marvel, people were asking, well, how long is it going to last? Is this a fad of comic book movies going to end? And I didn't really understand the question because to me, it was akin to saying after Gone with the Wind, well, how many more, many more movies can be made off of novels? Do you think the audience will sour on the movies being adapted? And uh, he continued saying, well, you would never ask that because there is an inherent understanding among the most people that a book can be anything. A novel can have any type of story whatsoever. So it all depends on what story you're translating. None, no, comic book re no comic book readers uh, don't understand it's, it's not the same thing. There are 80 years of the most interesting, emotional, groundbreaking stories that have been told in the Marvel comics. And it is our great privilege to be able to take what they have done and adapt them. Um, you know, this has been a debate since the, you know, since we started getting into these phases, particularly at the end with Endgame at that point, is is it over at Superhero Fatigue? The way the reception of Phase 4 has been has kept that question alive. And we've talked about on this show how Marvel is taking kind of these, these critiques to heart. Supposedly, we'll have to see with Phase 5. But... You know, it, it's always the comparison, as as All in the Game brings up, the, the Westerns dominated for 50 years, have recently made a comeback. It's all, as always, it's going to depend on the quality of the story. It's always going to depend on that. It's always going to be key to that. And if it starts ringing, saying, oh, this just seems like every other superhero stuff, you know, adaptation is good. We don't want necessarily a page to screen. But again, those stories, the characters, the people they cast are going to be the big keys to this continuing on. It will ebb and flow. I don't see it necessarily going away, but I do see it ebbing and flowing. 
you know, he, he and it wasn't just about Marvel. It was superhero fatigue in general. Yeah. And when I look, like, since, even if we just go back to 2000, like, the sheer volume of superhero movies and TV shows that we have gotten, I feel like if it was going to fatigue anytime soon, it would be, there. it would have already, like, downward sloped. But we've had so many since then, and there are still so many coming, not just from both of these companies, but other companies as well. You know, things like Invincible, which are in the superhero space, they're just not DC and Marvel. I sure eventually someday it'll it'll go and superheroes won't be the hot thing, but I I think we are still several years away from that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think my only exception is uh, his comparison. I get what he was going for, but like when he said, "Oh, people won't get tired of books being adapted," right? It's like, but the comparison superhero genre that's a genre, Gone with the Wind. It wasn't a bunch of Gone Winds, right? Like books as a broad term. It's like, well, you could have an action book, a romance book. So like, I get what he was going for. I think it'd be more like, oh, are people tired of spy books being adapted? Or this or that. Like books is a blanket term that just covers so much. Yeah. So, so <laughs> yeah. What, what's the head of Marvel Studios going to say? Oh yeah, in a couple of years, yeah, yeah they're I mean, totally you're, right. You're you absolutely know? right about all of that. But even superheroes are not just a genre. It's more of a storytelling thing, but it surrounds so many, you know, you have your comedies and you have your heist movies and your political thrillers and like your detective noir, like with the Batman and stuff like even that they're so varied that I I think they have a long time to go. Yeah, as long as they keep giving us these different types of one, if every single one was, you know, if every single movie was Basically, like a Russo's directed Captain America movie. No, of course, eventually they will. Or if every single one was just like the Batman was, then eventually they would go down. But they're not. You have you have both kinds and so many more beyond that. See, and that's why I think we've gotten to the point now there's been so many movies I do think it is a genre. I do think it works like, you know, your favorite, Brent, is horror, where you can have horror comedies. You have the slasher horror. You have the torture porn horror. You have the horror thriller. And that's why I feel like superhero movies have become where it's like a superhero, and then there's one other part to it of, like, what it is. I don't think they're dying. I think it's a case of, like... Like what you said, Chris, there'll be years where they're not the top stuff. What happened this year? Avatar and Top Gun is the first time, what, I think it was in five, six years that uh, the top two films weren't Marvel films, right? Mm-hmm. And it'll be like that, where, because I think the laziest thing to me is people, when they talk about Phase 4, and like, oh, they're in trouble. I agree. It's good they're taking a step back, and i got to change some things. But the idea of, oh, they're in trouble Phase 4, two films made $800 million, and then Doctor Strange almost, like, was not close to a billion, but I a mean, shot Over under- 950 <laughs> Yes. So it's like, I hate... Anytime I see that of the, oh, you can maybe, if you're not talking about quality, that's fine, because that's all up to you, eyes of the beholder. Mm -hmm. But if you're talking about like, oh, they're really in trouble, not the general audience. No, they're not. They'll still go on that. And just because it's not the biggest film, just because Top Gun, which was a massive surprise hit, and the sequel to the biggest movie of all time came out. Now, I don't think that's going to happen again next year, but there'll be a couple years where people have this conversation, and then Secret Wars will come out and make $2 billion, and it'll start all over again. So... I think as long as they're good stories, but also a variety. Like Brian was saying, you need a Batman, you need a Spider-Verse, you need a Logan, you need a Deadpool. You can't just all have, you need a Shazam, even though I think Shazam is kind of more like just, it looks like a generic superhero film. You do need stuff that broadens kids, teenagers, adults. You might be able to say that about Shazam. For the, it, yeah, it looks very, okay, we've been here. You know. I don't know what the other genre is in Shazam. Somebody, I think it's a superhero comedy. I'd say that's but, what but it is. But right? it's one of those right. things, like in all the game says right here, evolving. They have yeah. to find a way, like they, like Feige 
and Game Gun will be the ones to say this in this age. The competition between both of us is the best for both of us. We push each other. Your mm-hmm. success will garner our other success. We're saying, well, the Batman did this. I'm not looking for Marvel to create, you know, their version of the Batman. And no, I'm not talking about Moon Knight. I'm looking at, okay, look what they were able to accomplish with that. Look what how they pushed the envelope and pushed that in a different way. Marvel can do that in the sense of, okay, they're pushing the envelope this. I'm not asking for another Batman. I'm asking for, okay, what's the next thing? Don't just do when, – when people say, oh, Secret Wars, they want to have their Portals moment. I'm not wanting a Portals moment, but they're no. using that as an example. That was a moment, so how can we make yeah. it better? The next Black Panther, like that type yes. of day. Or if something comes out where it like pushes the envelope, well, Black Panther did that. you know so. I, do, I do like the, uh, the point you brought up, Travis, with – and like people are like oh they didn't crack a billion they weren't even the top of the box office this year but you're right you had uh, the move the sequel to top gun which has been a massive and hugely popular movie for over 30 years right <laughs> like that finally came back and you had the sequel to avatar yeah which i know people i know it's 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 the hip thing to say you don't like the movie whatever i i've said it before too but People do like the movie. People it's hugely like the movie. popular. Yeah. Like, it's <laughs> you can't it like yeah. I, I yeah. haven't seen the new one, but it's hugely popular. It's a great yeah. story that it's doing so well. So great. Let's keep the ball rolling. But no, like, it, I'm sorry. Doctor Strange was not going to top the, in those scenarios. And yes, nobody expected Top Gun to go in the neighborhood of $1.5 mm-hmm. billion. But it's not like people were expecting a $200 million bomb either, right? Like, it was just set up. It was set up so wonderfully to have a great run. And it helps that it's a genuinely fantastic movie, too, like, to go along with it. And my last point is I know people bring up, oh, we had Morbius and you had Black Adam last year that didn't do the greatest. You look back through the annals history, there's times that other movies weren't doing the greatest. Look at Fan Stick. That came out in the height of super like close because what was that 2014 right 2015 no 2015 so that was right before civil war bvs like age of ultron all this stuff and that bombed it could flatly bomb but that didn't go like well fan forced to bomb so that's gonna be the death of the superhero genre no like that just happens they can't all be hits there's gonna be some like when you get to a point where to me i'm not trying to crap on shazam again but like if all the films marvel dc start only making that like 300 to 500 range that's right okay there's definitely a lower audience that's starting to dip but when you still have those movies or like batman getting almost 800 million there's still quite a big audience for it so we're looking at you to improve 2015 yeah so and, age of ultron came out deadpool came out mm-hmm. so you're telling me like oh yeah because we had one bomb that was gonna be it more of a black adam bombing are not the end of the world fantastic four is post winter soldier and guardians of the galaxy yeah and exactly. it's right before Civil War, right? Yeah, and like, Days of Future Past, too. Yes, like, Days of Future that, Past, yeah. Civil War, BVS. It, it, no, like, not every single movie is going to... People are like, oh, you know, this one's not... They they never have all done a ton. <laughs> Even the divisiveness of BVS and Justice League, Aquaman came out two years later and made a billion dollars. Yep. The yep. GA didn't care. That's what I'll always find the most interesting case study of those two movies being so divisive that Aquaman comes out, clears the billion. Biggest DC movie of all time. Yep. Didn't matter that those two people didn't like or love. Like, there was a big argument about, didn't matter. Aquaman came out, broke a record. So, yeah. Well, the well, debate will always continue. Always. Superheroes dead at that point. But, again, <laughs> let us know when uh, what you feel on that point, and we will see you next week. See you later, everyone.